Lizard no. Lickers here on AP Radio. We got a fucked up lineup today, but that's okay. We're going to make the best of it. It's because people got fucked up prior. What do you mean? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, they wanted to get pre-pre-fucked. They're, I mean, this is what I don't get. We're recording this on the third. Tomorrow's the fourth. Why isn't everyone just getting like pre-fucked and pre-partying for the fourth? Right? I, I know, right? Uh, I mean, it's how it was. It's how it was every single year on the fourth. It's just you. Yeah, you would get fucked up before exactly. any of the festivities even really began. Exactly. On the Who wants to remember the fourth anyway? Like. I don't get they, it. They don't rem- want to remember the second, the third either. <laughs> but maybe they even don't, the first. They, they I, don't, I don't even want to remember the full months. <laughs> yeah, July is a touchy subject for me. I just try not to remember any of it. The no, first, the whole year of 2020 is a touchy subject. <laughs> true. So freaking well. true. Um, oh but yeah, we got the familiar voice Rick on the, ta- on the show here. We also got Jeremiah. What show did we do with you? I you think it was episode was? 56 or 57. We, uh, remember we, the brewery? We actually, me and Jeremiah, we were actually on our way to work together. No, we found it on Spotify. And we found yeah. it on Spotify, and he was, was on Shoreline. Shoreline. Was, oh, Yeah, okay. the Shoreline that episode. That was horrible. Uh, Shoreline was pretty good. It was, let me just say, it was... Uh, it was like getting a person back to life, so to speak, in the in the beer avenue of things. Okay, all right. That's all the right. way I thought of that episode because everything prior was just. Yeah, because that was during that stretch of just shit beer we yeah. had at the beginning of of twenty twenty. Except Greenbush. Greenbush yeah, that, was... then Greenbush. Greenbush is the only thing I remember out of those quarantine episodes. <laughs> 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 the only thing I remember out of that. Christ. Uh, but we have a little bit of a different show today. Uh, instead of doing the one brewery like we normally do, uh, I took a little trip down to Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, and I pretty much just went to a couple liquor stores down there, and I got a beer from four different breweries and just picked anything that sounded good. So we have four beer, or we have one beer from four different breweries. We have four beers. Four beers. Four each different breweries. (laughs) We got four beers from four breweries, um, and it's going to be like a Kentucky, Louisville kind of sampler type of thing. So if one of these are like, yo, this is dope, we'll go go for like a a second round there. Shoot, even one of us could actually, down the line, make a Chicago sampler (laughs) if you really wanted to. Yeah, Yeah, just uh, just do all the local beer of the the breweries of Chicago. Well, that's what we got to do when we run out of, like, breweries to do. We're just going to have to, like, either do revisits or, like, you know, get creative and do, like, samplers. Or or do limited stuff from every brewery or something. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of breweries in Chicago. You can even see it on Google Maps, like, if you... Oh, so... Just do, like, let's say, a, no, a brewery comes out with a, oh, there. No, this is a limited edition. Yeah. I just do something like that, and you'll be like, oh, okay, that seems pretty decent. It sounds good. Yep. So the first beer slash brewery we have from the Louisville Sampler is from a brewery called Mile Wide Beer Company, um, and this beer is called McPoyle. That's not like a. It's always sunny reference, right? McPoyle. Yeah, because, you know, you got the McPoyle brothers, you know, those people that yeah, drink yeah. milk and fuck each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a milk style. It is a milk style. It's got a cow on it. So, I mean, I feel like it might be. 
But I don't know. Unless there's a reference that like Always Sunny took away from McPoyle. Because like McPoyle milk stout, <laughs> the McPoyles in It's Always Sunny always drink milk, room temperature. So maybe that's it. But anyway, we got McPoyle. <laughs> that sounds it is gross. a milk stout with lactose. They don't have to put milk stout with lactose, right? Because lactose is, or no, am I? Am milk I, am is I, lactose. Am I like two head right now? What is? They have to put lactose because for the lactose intolerance. Yes, right? for people like what is that? People like Ian. What is not lactose? What is that? That fancy word for sour? It's lambic. Lambic. Okay. Lambic. For a second, I was like, "Is this going to be a sour milk stout?" But it's not. So you're too smart for me because I didn't even know what lambic meant. We've talked about it before on the show. Everyone's like, "What's lambic?" I'm like, "It's it's fucking pretentious for sour." Oh That's yeah, I remember now. Yeah, it's how <laughs> you say sour now. when you're pretentious. <laughs> 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 but anyway, big poil milk stout. Um, Estrovia, boys. Drink it. Skull. Sink it. For Norwegian brothers. Prost. Uh, before Woo. diving deep into the beer, I always tend to get a general description of the brewery. And then this lay one. It on me. And it's going to be hard as hell because it's four different breweries this time. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. Mile Wide Beer Company, Louisville, Kentucky. This is just off their general page and their general description, what they had. It's called uh, Always Flowing, like our namesake, the mighty Ohio River. We never stop moving forward. Beer is our spirit animal. Forward thinking and creativity. Until you carve a cavern in the world. Are always flowing at Mile (laughs) Wide Beer Company. We carefully handcraft interesting and flavorful beer brewed to the highest standards of quality right here in Louisville. We respect tradition, we push boundaries, and we never s- settle for good enough. Decent. But yeah, it's uh sounds like a long story short of no surrender. Two, they're open Tuesdays and ter- uh, Thursdays. Tuesday. Four, Wait, only Tuesdays and Thursdays? Tuesdays through Thursdays, oh, okay. 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Wait. Friday and Saturday, 2 oh. p.m. to 11 p.m. Okay. And Sunday, 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. So they're closed Monday. Okay, all right. You well, yeah. the way that that was worded, I was like, they're open Tuesdays through Thursdays. I'm like, wait, so they're not open on the week. <laughs> it, um, it's like from the from how like, that was being worded boom. and how it sounded, yeah. it definitely sounded like yeah. that. Uh, that gave me flashbacks to like Devil's Trumpet, <laughs> which like they're only open for like four hours, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh god! Like they don't open till six, and they don't. They close at like eleven or something like that. That just sounds so yeah. ludicrous. You uh, that uh, they're that, only open on the weekends and they're only open for like five hours a day. It's and yeah, and you and you see, it's like how do you run a business like that? I mean, I guess I, so, I know, guess some man. people find a way. I don't. I know. guess some people find a way, but I life finds a way. Uh, is, that is that what Goldblum said in Jurassic Park? Is it life finds a way? Uh, no, yeah, I, no, I don't I know. So. I don't want. I don't watch Jurassic Park. Oh, it's, they just re-released that in theaters, because you know there are no Ju- movies. Yeah, Jurassic World. Yeah. No, Jurassic Park, like the first one from the nineties. Oh. They re- they re-released it in theaters because obviously no movies. Is it for the nostalgia train? Yeah. Is that the main thing? It, I read. I I heard a stat that like. This is the second time that Jurassic Park has been the highest grossing movie at the box office. It's just this time it was like, you know, 30 years later. 
God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it, go, it goes later. to show the you know, goes to show the creative lengths Hollywood would go just, you know, just to be like, oh, we've got this dead horse. Let's keep let's beating beat it. it. Let's beat it. <laughs> you know, let's, let's throw let's throw Chris Pratt in there and, then, <laughs> Chris and Pratt. make it happen. Yeah, just like Jum, you know, just like Jumanji, they you know, they brought it you know, they brought it back, but only instead of you know having uh the rock uh, and jack black <laughs> no well no, well no, yeah that makes sense because if you think about it you know you can't you know, reuse robin williams because you know, no bless his soul you know he he's no longer he hasn't been with us for the past six seven years yeah all right bless so soul is surely true this beer what are what are, what are the thoughts on this beer the mcpoyle Milk stout right, with lactose. This, this beer, hold on. Give me, give me a good <laughs> ASMR sip right, right now. Come on, get it real good. Here you go. sure you don't need more down the glass, Jeremiah? Down the good old hatch? <sighs> Pepsi. No, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure I don't. So the milk notes are like really, really light. It yeah. almost feels like, wait, am I crazy right now? Does this kind of taste like Guinness? Kind of, kind of, kind yeah. of, yes. Just a little bit, but it's like lighter, ver- yeah. uh, like lighter. It, it it doesn't. It's not as heavy as goodness. Well, the new well that and the yeah and the good thing about this one is it it doesn't it, it doesn't taste sweet, but no, not sweet at all. It's got some it, it's got going it, on. it's got it also has. It's just a little, a little on the on the thick side, a little bit on the viscous side. Not not too much, because mm-hmm. you know if it nice was, then you know body. it it wouldn't run at all. It would if it was too much, then you know it would run like motor oil, not heated up. <laughs> oh my god, that's what we should do. I mean, that, stouts are just motor oil, right? We should just do that. I mean, this genuinely looks like motor oil, so it kind of oh, does. Yeah. Looks like no, a little bit. It does. It does. Do, if you were to look at it, it's like it does look like you know, used motor oil. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, it doesn't taste like that. Like, oh it's god, got no. a, It's that, got a nice little like spiciness. I don't know what yeah, that is. It is but it's, it's like, is it like chai flavors or something? Like there is some sort of like spice, and I can't really put a finger on it. Yeah, it's. I do. I do agree with your assessment on you know, there's a little bit of spice, but yeah. even I can't really. I can't really tell what what it is. I wonder if they're gonna put is, it on on the description. Is it just malts? Is it? That, that's generally what it tastes a like. Spicy malt. The, a little the, spicy. It's not like that. Might be. I mean, you're. Uh, it's definitely malt. There's definitely malt, and there is a subtle, subtle sweetness in there. I mean, you're. But it's not overpowering no, like yeah, some yeah. of the other, you know, like some of the other stouts like that I've the, had. Like the blueberry pancake peanut butter chocolate cup stout. Oh God, and that sounds. That just sounds like a heart attack. I mean, that sounds like something Ian would give us. Honestly, that that <laughs> sounds that sounds like if you were to have all those sweets in one go, you yeah, you just like your teeth would rot out instantly. Jeremiah, we had a beer on the show three or four weeks ago from a place called Untitled Art. It was a <laughs> it was a chocolate ice cream stout. Yep, and. I swear to God, it was just chocolate syrup. That's all it was. <laughs> it was chocolate it just, it just syrup. Alcohol, I mean, yeah. chocolate I, syrup. I can see that perspective, but I also saw Ian's perspective on to where like the chocolate syrup was literally just the stout like reengaged. Like that's the buffness of the stout. 
like re-engaging itself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about, if it's about, a little weird, but yeah. About it sounds about as buff as like buff horses in like a two horsepower engine. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like SpongeBob when he got those muscles. <laughs> those inflated arms. Yeah, that's kind of how the beer. <laughs> that's kind of how the beer was. Like okay. at first it was all tough and shit, but then it's like oh, I, I realize how you really are. It, it's like it's all bark, no bite. Yeah, pretty you, much. It's like you can, you can flex off your fake muscles, but at the end of the day, it's it's just liposuction. But if you don't like, if you don't really like, like really dark chocolate, you you won't really like that beer too much. I did not like it at all. Because that's the only reason I could have a pint of that shit. This beer is the opposite of that, though. Like where that Zanzibar was really in your face with strong flavors, whether you like them or hate them. Mm-hmm. This one's a lot more measured. This McPoil. Like, it's very measured. It has unique enough flavors to where you can kind of debate it a little bit. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be like a, well, I don't know. If you enjoy these kinds of beers, you could really you could really appreciate it. But yeah. I don't know if this beer is going to sway someone that's not really into stouts you know yeah because I, I, it feels think that more kind of i don't want to say baseline definitely not baseline because it's better than that but it, it feels like it's more nuanced like the flavors are more kind of just really subtle and nuanced together as yeah. opposed to being chocolate ice cream yeah, and yeah. peanut what, butter cups yeah because you know that's it, why it, i haven't it, really said anything i'm it, just trying to examine it right now yeah so and I, and I mean, now, of course, the ta- the taste and smell is is different. It, you definitely get the kind of like a, you definitely get like a lighter scent from it, mm-hmm. but it's kind of. Never smell the beers. Is one that that is our that is honestly probably our Achilles heel. We we talk uh... about we talk about mouthfeel every once in a while. We do viscosity, but we never smell it, and we never hold it up to the light like real assholes. You know who does smell it? <laughs> just like snub, <laughs> just like beer snobs you know, or something yeah. like that. You know who does smell it but never says anything about it? Who? Or Josh. Josh. <laughs> of he course, he's sitting there just smelling his beer. I, I literally sit next he, to him, and sometimes he like, sits there and smells it. Sometimes, sometimes I don't even say anything because you guys are too busy talking. I'm like, is this guy really smelling like, really the back of my beer mind? Right yeah. In the back of my mind, I'm like, is this dude really smelling his beer? Right God, this pretentious fuck. Because there, you're there just was a like, couple. Oh my God, he needs a monocle and top hat <laughs> and a posh accent. There was a couple times where Austin, there was a couple times on a couple episodes where Austin caught him doing it that too, and he's like, "Are you really smelling your beer, Josh? What's wrong with you?" He's like, "Yeah, I want to soak in the flavors and everything." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something you'd say though. I'm like, Josh, you're I want to take in all the flavors, dude, not just the mouthfeel. <laughs> I want to say this boy is like seven percent, eight percent. I'm just guessing. Five. I'd give it five percent. Really? Yes. Um, five a five percent stout. That's not unheard of. It's not on the can. That's not unheard of. But I feel no, like but that's it just, definitely it isn't, not the norm. It isn't standard. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely not the norm. Um, we are at a six point five percent. Okay, so. Yeah. I was at least one no one point five percent off of is. the mark. <laughs> it, it was it was tiny tiny Drink words. Fresh. No, no, but you no, but you know what? It's like oh, shit, I would have to say Rick was closer. Are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding me? All right, so this isn't gonna work for uh, the the YouTube the the podcast, but you know whenever you go to Just a brewery's website, no, no, you know whenever you go to a brewery's website and it says, "Are you over twenty one?" and then when you if you click no, it'll be like, "Oh well, GTFO." Well, <laughs> I accidentally clicked no on this one, and it redirected me to the Rick Roll. On YouTube, <laughs> Rick Astley never gonna give you oh, up. Holy shit! Yeah, that is that that do be some shit right oh, there. I will. Uh, you know that what? Is some troll shit. You know man. what? You gotta give him props that for is, that. That is that is, that is some good. A that is plus troll shit. That is that is an old no old but gold moment right oh, there. My God. Oh my God. So yeah. Uh, don't say you're a, under the age of 21 on Mile Wide Beer Company's website. Because they will send you to they will send you to Rick Astley's oh never gonna God. give you up. That's I'm a little youngster, kind of man. Amazing. What do you mean? Uh, that's actually kind of amazing. It, it, it's uh, like anyone under the age of 20, man. get out, because <laughs> you won't understand these internet memes. Man, are we really at that point now where? You like, couldn't find it on the Rick website? Roll is oh. something. Oh, here it is. All right, Rick Roll is something that only us, that like the Zoomers, won't know what a Rick Roll is. No, they won't Damn. because they're all, they're all too busy, you know, flossing to Fortnite TikTok. ballots, Damn. and you know, doing the default dance on somebody's <laughs> grave coming, for no reason. Coming from the man that was dancing at work, <laughs> doing Fortnite dances. Oh, that's unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't dance with you anymore. All right, so let me read That's a description a- for this beer. Uh, McPoyle pours dark as night with a light tan head. Chocolate flavors dominate the palate with a slightly roasted finish. If we had Bert here, he would have jumped right on that roast. <laughs> he would have been like, guys, is this ro- is this a really roasty finish to you guys? The spice is roasty. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I, Austin, no, I, I, I do I do agree that even even though this is from the website's description, I do agree that there is a bit of a a roasted taste to it, but sure. it, and and it's not and it's not like so pronounced. It's just yeah, it's just kind of like in the background, just yeah. kind of just kind of chilling in the back seat while you're driving. Um, this full-bodied stout is delightfully sweet and velvety. Uh, 2017 GABF bronze medal winner. Does this brewery only have three beers? Maybe four. And, and they may, it just they, says the beer, and then there are three beers here. May, maybe they haven't updated their website. Maybe you should do oh, like a no, you know, like no, a, they got more beers. Than yeah, that. I was about they to got, say they got, they got some beers. I was about to say it's like maybe they maybe they didn't update their own website. Oh man, why didn't I see this shit? We got Boomsicle the Boomsicle Quiet, Quiet Science. It's an American sour ale with raspberry, sweet cherry, key, and key lime purees. Now, why, like did, now why didn't you get that? Because that I didn't nice. see that beer. Like, Well, you failed crap. us, Austin. Man, that sounds that sounds interesting. Um, but, yeah, now that it, it's kind of funny where sometimes you, like, dissect a beer and you're like, man, I don't know what that flavor is. Then you read the description and be like, oh, yeah, that's probably what that is. Like, I feel like now I can kind of p- I can point out some chocolate. For sure. Yeah, that, that was a. Sweet I don't part know. Of it. I mean, I it, I knew I knew that I knew there was something some sweetness to it and it's the light. uh, lightness to it, but I didn't I didn't really feel like I tasted the chocolate. Chocolate's one of those weird things in beers, well stouts, because it's either really strong or it's just your like beer really is chocolate weak. syrup, 
Yeah, or it is a much more measured flavor where it's really just that cocoa flavor, not necessarily yeah, sweet, not nothing. It's, it's just, just it's just it's just like pure uh, pure cocoa. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those weird cuckoo things. for cocoa puffs. Um, <laughs> my God. So you were kind of trying to dissect it a little, Rick. Do you think you've come around? Do you like it? Is it? It's okay. Good. It's, it's middle, okay. It's kind of middle of the road, okay. honestly. Uh, slightly better. Slightly better than average, of course. Okay. I would agree with that, but it's like, it's kind of. This is just kind of like a regular old milk stout to me. Regular like that's just stout. my own judgment on it, because it's. Okay. It tastes. We had. We've had uh, previous beers on the show, which were just milk stouts, yeah, and yeah. like that uh, ten buck uh, half acre brother, uh, half acre beer company. Oh, man, uh, I forget shit. the name of it. I think it's Original Reaper. That Maybe. was just a milk stout, yeah, and it was caramel and just chocolate, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And it's good for ten bucks. And but it's not. I don't think it's worth it for the taste, honestly, in that regard. But this, this is like an amplified, better version of that beer, where okay. it's like simple. Simple is good in this regard. Okay. Yeah, so. it, it's like you can't really. I mean, you know, like the other times you guys would uh, dissect or or review different beers, whether it's a, different types of stouts or IPAs and whatnot. It's just if you even even if you stick with just the simple like the simple flavors and and all that you yeah. know that then you know that now that just means it it will be okay yeah. and so, and yeah. and sometimes simple is just all you really need i mean you don't really need to have the in your face flavors like uh some 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 stouts would would be yeah. or some some ipas and all that it's a mm-hmm. very fine line that we run into a lot where we tend to be more interested in Jolly Rancher, Warhead Extreme, or you know all jelly, these jelly these crazy donut. flavors. We seem to be more interested in those, but sometimes a simple rock solid beer can also be amazing. Yeah, right. And there's a lot of times where you know sometimes if we try it and it's simple. It either is, yeah, this is really good, or this tastes like every milk stout I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And or we wor- run into that. Or, or worse. worse than an average or, <laughs> or this doesn't even taste like a milk stout. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. why are they claiming it tastes like this one? Realistically, yeah. it doesn't even taste like that at all. Zero out of ten would there's, not buy. There's a beer on the previous episode. Austin wasn't here, of course, because we killed him off. But he yeah. came back anyways. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Fresh Haze had... Uh, had a description that was supposed to be more explosive than yeah, it actually was. Yeah, 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 and it was it was super mellow. Of course, a lot of people generally liked it, but I didn't. I didn't like it because of you saw through it. Well, it was supposed to be like a hazy IPA, but it had an IPA body, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be explosive and make the and it was just a, the a, body a much more queef. Yeah, pretty much, okay. and that's where it kind of like descriptions fail. So, and, and you know, it, it it's like it doesn't really help that some some of the descriptions it tries to upsell it to you oh, sometimes, that's, that's and then the and then when you go to really taste it yeah. or you go to really you know, like you see it and you're just like, oh man, I got the I got to try this because it seems yeah, like it'll be yeah. so cool. That's the bane and of then, the craft beer industry. And right and, and then the moment you taste it, it's just like, oh. 
why why is this company like yeah. overhyping this product yeah, yeah. it's just and it doesn't even taste like that it tastes less yeah, they, than what i've gotta, tasted before they, they gotta make up for their small dick <laughs> <laughs> oh, well boy. you see what it is it's, it's especially when it comes to different breweries and whatnot it is a dick measuring contest it is it absolutely is but you know what there's uh. something there's some just from the taste it's like you can you can definitely tell okay you know their cock, you know, their cocksuredness is well warranted because uh, the taste, you know, the taste goes behind their marketing. Yeah, um, Rick, read in my mind over here, grabbing our next beer. Uh, I will say before we move on to the next beer that even though this beer, this McPoyle, is kind of simple, I do kind of put it above the middle of the pack. Like I'm not gonna go out of my way for this. But I definitely think it's a good beer that has its merit, um, and I definitely don't regret drinking it. Um, what was kind of cool about this liquor store that I went to is uh, it was all by the can, hmm. and the prices were actually like amazing. Really? Um, how 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 cheap or how expensive was it? I didn't pay more than four dollars for a pint. Really? Yes. Most of the cans that we have, so we have a couple in the canned variety, we have a couple in pint variety, and most of the cans were only like $2. A couple of really? them were only like a $1.50. Um, well, I mean, what what about the packs? Like, how much they? Were didn't they? even do packs. Really? Yeah, like, literally what they did was they, they would put, like, 12 and 6 packs up, and you could buy a whole pack if you wanted, but you were still paying by the can. So you would literally just, like, what I did was I uh, just started, like, breaking up packs and getting what I wanted um because really? like you could buy a pack but instead no, but of you'd paying still, you know, no, but you'd be yeah. paying uh, basically you know, let's say two dollars but time you know, times that by six and then yeah. that, and then that's you know, that's how much you're actually paying for. yeah Sounds... and it was kind of cool that for this show in particular um it really worked for this because i got pretty much exactly the amount of beer i needed and it was on average, cheaper than what we would normally spend on an so, episode. Sounds like the South, baby. Right. Well, if that, if that, if that's that good old Southern hospitality. Well, that's the thing, though, is like I did they that treat you once. Right. I did that once at um, it was like episode number three, I think, mm -hmm. um, for Three Floyds and uh, the a local liquor store chain around here called Wise Guys does do like single beers, and oh yeah, that's right, they do. I did that one time, and. I think that show cost me like 60 bucks <laughs> Oof! because I was buying by the bottle, just how many bottles we needed. And as I was leaving, I'm like, I'm almost certain I could have gotten four six packs for, for less. that price. Yeah. Less. That price or less. And then I'd never done by the bottle or by the can since then. Um, well, again, that just goes. No, that just goes to show you some. You know, some states are are different than others. I mean, you're still able to buy from the from across the you know, across the states. It's just you know, in some places, it's just like, oh, okay, this this place is cheaper than what I'm used to. And that's, well, it does that's show. Good. It does show, and I've lamented this many times before on this show. Um, in our little neck of the woods, Chicagoland area, um, the prices are so inflated. 
Like for everyday that's what, stuff, the prices are so inflated. That's what happens when you start living closer and closer to the city. It's the yeah. reason why the cost of living is so high, and yet you know, you know the you know, the infrastructure, the roads are just crumbling. And who, uh, who do you have to blame? Not not just you yourself, but also those you you, know, you, you get into power. But uh, I mean, yeah, you, you got but, a point uh, there. But uh, tangents aside, this next beer. This next beer, um, we have a lot of it because we're doing two cans of it. There is still just a little bit left, so keep that in mind while we're going around. Jeremiah's um, like, fuck. I know, Jeremiah's like, I asked for a little bit, but this thing's all the way full. What the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, but I, trust me, there's still more left in here. Um, the next beer we have is a Spruce Tip IPA. It is called... Goodwood Brewery. The brewery is Goodwood. Yeah, the brewery good. is Goodwood, and the beer is a spruce tip. Is spruce tip IPA. It is an IPA aged on spruce tips. I was about to say it, yeah, sound, it sounds it kind of tree like, almost earthly. Well, the reason why I got this was we've had a couple of beers in the last weeks. One was for a Christmas or a uh, winter episode. The other one was like random from a beer uh, from a brewery in Alaska where the beer just kind of tastes like you're drinking a forest <laughs> like it just That's, that sounds kind of weird it, it, I fucking love them I, I've had two of them and they've been both amazing it's pretty good um, I love them and I was hoping when I saw uh, IPA uh, aged on spruce tips I'm like man this is gonna be this is gonna be like a North forest beer but we're gonna we're gonna find out. So good wood, good wood, spruce tip IPA, Prost. Skull philosophy. This is good wood. Get lost in the wood. Whoa. Why take the extra time to wood age beer? Ooh, Why right? insist on the same pure limestone water used to make bourbon? Well, here at Goodwood, we've come to believe that what's good for bourbon is even better for beer. Our extra strips are kind of a homage to this region's distilling legacy and to those old barrels out there that have lost so much flavor left, still have so much flavor left to give. Sip one of our freshly nuanced stouts, lagers, or ales, and we believe you'll think so, too. All right. I mean, this fucking brewery actually talks about the process, the history. Decent. Uh, about wood, wood age beers. Decent. So wait, they and age, limestone water. They age these beers like do, do they just throw the like same fucking w- spruce bark inside the barrel or <laughs> something? Yeah, they age like, it the same way they age bourbon pretty much. Yeah, that's kind of cool. They use limestone water too. It says limestone water makes blue gr- grass bluer, horses faster, bourbon finer, and good wood gooder. Without good hit, gooder. without hitting south, south English for you out there. Without hitting the periodic table too hard here, the <laughs> high quality H H two O benefits from the magnesium and calcium carbonate that's imparted into as it flows through limestone. Naturally, low levels of sulfur and iron, generally considered unpleasant, also play a part in fermentation and overall yum factor. To us, these sounded like qualities that would do just fine in beer. And one reason all good wood beers begin with limestone water. Hey, I get why they're called Goodwood now. Well, oh, it it, it kind it kind of tastes like it, but right off the bat, I'm not a fan of it. But I do like the color of it. It looks just a little bit like amber. It is interesting. 
And, then, and it, even the name, it kind of hooks you in. It's yeah. just like Goodwood. What? What? It's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And you know, you you go to drink it. Well, you you love, love it or hate it. You just be like, well, the, the name of the brewery, something that sounds interesting, as is the name of the beer itself. Yeah. Um, do you have something else you want to read? You want to. Hear about the fucking process? The wo- if you want the, lay it on about me, the woodage. I mean, you did me. ask about it like yeah, two lay minutes on, ago. Lay it on me, man. Lay it toss, on me. Toss only the choicest grains into that pure limestone water and patiently finish with a spectrum of flavorful wood types. What? Unique, sublimely. So they legit throw wood inside of this. Yeah, but they. They use like different types of wood yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, like maple it and all t- that it to get it to give it kind of again that. It's like the earth, same thing as like when you taste. Yeah, and it's also like the same thing as like when you uh when you uh smoke like meat and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah either you, like hickory or yeah, whatever you would kinds use of maple wood chips. hickory. It's, just, yeah. a, a, it's the same a different idea. type of stuff. I imagine. And it's, it's not and it's not just you know the actual tree itself. You just use yeah. You would probably use like well no they do use the actual. Uh, uh, cut pieces of wood yeah, yeah. because uh, they would just uh, heat it over a, it's a longer the same, time. It's the same thing with like drums. Some people prefer maple because it has such a warm tone to it and then birch has a really bright and crisp tone to it and then there's so many others but... Not it, all wood's the same. True, true, true. But yeah, uh, I'll talk about it a little bit more because there's more to read here. Yeah. Uh, unique, sublimely sippable brews result. This range of flavor is the main reason all Goodwood be- beers are wood season on pop, poplar, oak, ash, and other woods. Or in Reclaim Oak Cask, once used to house wine, brandy, and Kentucky bourbon. It's a process that turns out one-of-a-kind, 100% split, splinter-free wood-age beers. <laughs> because, imagine that loss. Yeah, just, <laughs> just imagine you go to you go to drink yeah, go to drink some good wood. You next thing you know, you're just like splinter <laughs> in your tongue. There's a I, splinter in my tongue. I I can feel the lawsuit there. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but this beer is definitely an interesting one. It is. I can taste it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like when I read this. I thought it was going to be like that Celebration IPA from um, Sierra Nevada or that one from Alaska Brewing where it was a it was kind of like a winter feeling kind of like you're in the forest like it kind of tastes like that but this not really what they give you here. This Mm-mm. is like an IPA and then right immediately following those IPA flavors that you would taste is kind of contrasted with kind of like a wood and earthy sort of taste. Yep. Um, it's definitely not yeah, what I was I mean, expecting going it, in. It's, it's definitely there, but again, I'm not really a, fa- no, a fan of it because, well, uh, what was it? The short, no, the shoreline, the episode wasn't there like the, a sour type IPA. And I, I liked that one. <laughs> No, there wasn't. We had a there we was had a, a weird one like there, a red. There was a red ale. There was a pale ale. There was a stout. Oh, I think it was. I think it was. I think it was the pale. No, I think it was the pale ale that was the you know, the sour one, and I liked that one. Don't don't panic. Oh, we got it. A didn't sour taste one. sour. I actually have it. I actually have a six pack of of it in my fridge at home. If you want a sour one, we got a we got a sour one. 
It's a bonus beer, but we got a sour. Oh, one, that no, that sounds no, that definitely sounds yeah. more no, more of a treat good. to me than it's gonna be good. again the, the, you know, this one by Goodwood. I because, think you again, guys might I'm just like it. I'm just not a fan of this one. That's fair. But it, no, but no, but it does no, but it does look yeah look very appealing to the eye. What about you? Uh, what do you think? What do you think about it? You like it? You hate it? Better than the stout, actually. Better than the stout. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's along the lines. It's simple. It's not complicated like other beers we've had on previous episodes mm-hmm. but i think i actually really taste the limestone water in here because you think so? yeah because um and growing up i had like for some odd reason yeah, shit water didn't you? I had, <laughs> I, dude i had like <laughs> different types of water like all the time like bottled straight from the hose straight tap water i don't know why but i guess it's i used to drink water a lot as a kid but anyways yeah like just different types. Uh, I could really taste like the limestone, like the magnesium, and kind of like a little bit of the calcium, I guess. Sure. Well, first going into it, but the spruce uh, is really at the pinnacle of the top. But the, yeah, it's the the simplicity beats it for me, and the it just a mouthful of flavor in this regard, and how earthy it is and shit like that. It de- that spruce definitely like it's kind of weird how different parts of your mouth pick up different flavors. Um, for me, that spruce kind of like sticks on the very back and top of my throat. Yeah. yeah. Like it just, uh, like it's almost to where I can almost smell it. Like almost. Um, it's just kind of weird how, you know, different, different, uh, and they flavors go in different areas. And the thing is, they don't, they don't do, they don't put too much of it. Like no, it's, it's not, not over the top and yeah, it's not, not too little. I dig it. I dig it. This is definitely kind of beer where I don't know if there's going to be much in the middle here because it's a weird i won't i won't say weird it's a it's an interesting beer i feel like you're gonna like it or you're gonna be more like eh, i don't know yeah, i, I, I don't know it, if it, i like this because because again i mean i feel as though and it might just be because well there isn't really any pronounced flavors because if I was to have an IPA I would mm-hmm. rather have it be more flavorful like either sour or sweet yeah kind of, kind of like yeah. how you would have see this is an IPA pa- that's gonna throw like fruits in you it's yeah. not it's no citra hop no none of that it's it's no I mean it's definitely none of the fancier stuff but yeah. you know what it yeah, I can definitely agree that it is a, a simpler taste it's just not one that I'm a fan of like yeah. totally fair that's totally fair that's just uh that's just everyone's taste buds being a little different um yeah i I think also being aged in like i don't know i want to say it's kind of like aged in oak barrels but that's just my take on it because i feel i feel like you can taste a little bit of the oak wood into it or whatever wood it may have is this one? Oh, I I don't know. I guess we'll try it when I maybe it'll tell us when I find a, a description, description for this one. Um, but it may I, I don't know. Is this aged? I, to me, it tastes kind of kind of tastes like it, but not kind like of? too too long. Like there's ones obviously like lick, liquors and spirits are aged way longer than oh like yeah well some yeah beer and, shit like, like that. Yeah, and, the, and the longer it's aged, it's you, know, you would get more of a uh what you know what a lot of uh spirits and uh other other type of liquor reviewers would say it's more of a uh a matured taste sure that's what they would describe so for a description man we actually got a cocktail of hops in here um hmm. the description for oh. this beer we've got this spruce tipped spruce tip 
infused IPA is packed with crisp hops and piney flavor throughout. The recipe includes one of the best base malts grown and malted in North America, Carol's Cargill's Special Pale. Then it is topped off with Bruce Tips from the Great Pacific Northwest, along with Zeus, Centennial, El Dorado, Comet, and Simcoe Hops. So we got kind of a cock hop, uh, or a cock. (laughs) One of those Freudian slips. That's one of those Freudian slips right there. Yup cock. Uh, We got uh, got a hop cocktail going on here. Uh, It's a 5.5% alcohol by volume, 61 IBUs. I definitely, even though the IBUs is kind of like a shit measurement, I definitely feel at 61. This is a bitter uh, IPA. Yeah, it is. It definitely has more bitterness It definitely feels like it too. Even Which, though IBUs are kind of pointless, it is bitter. It is definitely bitter. That's that's probably the spruce tip we've been talking about, though, is all those hops put together. Because yeah. there's been beers on this show we've had before, let it be hazy IPAs or mm-hmm. anything else, where the brewery really fucks it up yeah. and puts like five, four, uh, four or more. It's uh, I feel like hops. on average with IPAs, we tend to like more of the ip more of the more of the beers that are like one or two hops yeah three if you're good at it but when they start cramming hops in there it's either something great like um man we had one was it a hop slam no that was honey we had one it was just a the it was just an app are you think- absolute was it Laguintas? Yeah, the I was literally super cluster ask you about that, or yeah. mega cluster? Yes, yeah. yeah, it was just like six hops all thrown in there, and somehow it worked. So it either works well, or it turns into this beer where it's like, yeah, that's hoppy, but is it good? No, um, you know, you don't get the palate spread out exactly. With hops. Like, and, and, it, and it's probably because you know instead of taking like just a little bit of the flavor. Of the no, of the different hops, they probably just cram like the whole thing yeah. in there. They're just yeah. like, okay, just no, let's hop it up. Well, there's a there's pun intended, you, of course. People have <laughs> breweries have to like literally just taste the beer they make. I know it's kind of sounds yeah, dumb taste to your say beer, that, asshole. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, something to some people, it's just you know, maybe, you know, maybe it's because they, We're you know, they would do you, like Great Lakes. Yeah, you know, they, you know, they would take like one little sip, <laughs> like. You know, Stop yep. making double double IPAs, 18th Street. <laughs> where half Jesus half of your hey, calling them out, calling them like out. Like 60 of the beers you make are fucking double they IPAs. Are, they are. Where, where it's just like they'll have you know, they'll have their taste tester if they do have one. They'll just take like a little sip, and then next thing you know, they'll be like, "Yeah, this is good," and yeah. not even and not even realize this one's like good. take a taste just like the other one. This, this yeah, is all and, good. The, and they'll just be like, just <laughs> cram it out. It doesn't matter. It tastes. Oh wait, good. Cram this was out. a different beer. Nah, it's good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? The lizard liquors might be defunct, and we all might be assigned to a, a different brewery, and that that'll be our new job. There we go. Hey, we'll sign be me the up. Taste tester. Sign me up for beer for brewery taste tester. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, if that just it. means ta- yeah. if that just means taking a little sip, I mean, I wouldn't be helping fix the e- problem, but you e- 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 pay me a lot Josh will be three Floyds. <laughs> I'll be Pipeworks. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging I'll probably out be Shoreline. <laughs> You're going to be I'll Windmill. I'll be at Windmill. Okay. Albert, <laughs> who the fuck knows where he's going to be? Uh, he'll just be, he'll be a drifter. <laughs> 
Drifter. He'd and be then, a drifter. And, so. then, and then I'll just do Shoreline. There you go. Oh, God. He'll be Burnham, actually. Make Albert do Burnham. So, <laughs> which, uh, d- so you said you like this one better than the Oh, hell yeah. You just because, like uh, I mean, the hops, they're all mixed in together. And initially, that's kind of what I... Well, I thought it was more of a spruce tip, but anyways, I do like it better because it's they're both simple, but I prefer I, I just prefer IPAs that are simple over like stouts that are simple. It's not by huge margin. It's actually like really close okay. together because and and, 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 the, and you see if sorry for cutting you off there. You good. It's just like if it didn't taste yeah, like yeah, I can definitely see why I don't really like yeah, I don't really like the taste of this is because of yeah, how much they tried to put into it and it just really didn't work out. At least in my opinion. I mean, somebody else could be like, hey, I actually kind of like it. Sure. Well, you know, you know what? That's fine. It's just that just means more for you, dude. It's mm-hmm. just like you do you. Uh, I. I mean, if it was to have like the the one or the two hops in it, then you know I could definitely I could definitely see you know liking it a bit better. But this this would be like a uh, it uh, between a a a one out of ten. This would be like a like a three, a a, a, a solid three. Fair enough. You could be so, wrong, stop boy. Forgot, you know, I almost, I, I, I hate that I started that. What, you can be wrong? Yes, because <laughs> it, it, it's like, it's totally fine to have different opinions and different taste buds. Oh, but I started that shit. You're like, you could be wrong with your opinions. And now it's like every single episode, crucifying people for having different <laughs> taste buds. It's oh, just God. like, shun the non-believer. Right? Just like if I wanted to be super toxic right now, I could be like, yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Rick. This is a good beer. I guess Jeremiah just doesn't know good shit when he's looking at it. But I'm not going to do that. Oh, my God. Albert um, said that to me on the last episode about the fresh haze. Uh-huh. And I'm like, give me fair criticism as to why I'm wrong, Albert. He's just like looking at me. He's probably looking at me. I, I like, shouldn't have uh, to explain your shit. deficiencies, man. <laughs> you didn't even say anything, though. That's the funny thing. I'm like, all right, Albert, don't don't criticize me, asshole. Uh, but and, and and for for the stout, yeah, for a for a simple stout, I'd I'd give it a seven out of ten. Um, jokes aside, I do like the uh, spruce tip a little. Uh, no, quite a bit more actually. Um, it speaks to me. It's one of those beers that you're either gonna like it or you're not gonna like it. Um, right. Yeah, and I think that's pretty evident just in, just in the opinions here. And I definitely do see it's going to be one of those kind of. It's it, it, it's a polarizing. It's beer. a it's a beer that's kind of I don't reminds me ha- of what you said though, Austin, with Celebration IPA sure. and that Alaskan yeah. one. Yeah. And, and I mean, I I don't really see it as polarizing due due to the fact that you know, like I said before, it's like both the both you and Rick like you know, like it, but just for the simple fact that you know they're they're IPAs, and I mean, uh, I would prefer if my IPAs were to be you know let you know, less of the uh, you know, the multitude of hops and just you know, stick to like one or two and then just kind of have nuanced flavor yeah. like you know what you know what the previous brewery did with, with that milk stuff. it is surprising. even though it was simple yeah it is kind of sneakily complex because when we first went in there I thought it was a little bit more simple, but then when I saw how many fucking hops are in there, yeah, then I tasted like, it. I'm wow. like, wait, this is kind of like 
when you start to dissect that hot flavor, there's actually kind of a lot going on combined with those spruce flavors. So I could definitely see where it might be a little much. Um, but I enjoy it more. Uh, that's just for me. So Rick and I both like the Goodwood over the McPoil. Jeremiah likes the McPoil over the Goodwood, which is totally fine. We have two more beers from Monkfish or Monkish Brewery. Oh, Against the Grain as and well. And Against the Grain. Against the Grain is a stout, and Monkish is a Saison. Um, so Ooh. we're definitely going to be doing that. This is Lizard Liquors. We got two more beers from the Louisville Sampler coming up in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. And we're back here on the Lizard Liquors. We are doing a Louisville, Kentucky, Kentucky Sampler. Four beers, four different breweries, kind of like a who's who, best of the best of Louisville, Kentucky. We've had... At, le at least for that part of for the that. South. Yeah, yeah. Well, for Louisville, Kentucky, you know, that area. We had Mile Wide with the McPoil Milk Stout. We had Good Wood with the IPA Spruce Tip or the Spruce Tipped IPA. Now we have Monic Beer Co. No, okay, there we go. It works. We have Monic Beer Co. Um, it is called Eagle Skull. It is a Saison Ale. So maybe it specs some fruity stuff. Maybe, maybe not. fancy. Um, Saison are those weird, like, they're kind of sour beers, but they're not always. Um it sounds it, it sound, it sounds like some, something it sounds like something I I would probably like. Some are pretty juicy too. On average I say I like them, but we have had a couple a uh, couple breweries that have kind of fucked them up. Really? Um, yeah, we've had a couple breweries where it's like, "Oh, we this is our saison." Um and no, no, it's you got to taste it. And it's just it, it's, it's just, just like bad. why would you hype this yeah. up? But well, hopefully this one doesn't do that. So Eagle Skull dig in. Saison is actually French for season. It's I think I remember eating that. Yeah, it's a paella that is highly oh, carbonated, yeah, it, fruity, spicy, and often bottled conditioned. It, it yeah, I will say you know from the last one from you know, from Goodwood's uh, 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 beer, it definitely is more of a palate cleanser, kind of like how you would expect water to kind of help cleanse the palate after having kind of like a. A really strong tasting meal. It's the opposite of that uh, IPA. It's kind uh, of the opposite. Yeah, and you see, it's like it, that. That's what's kind of bringing it back to where mm. it's like, okay, it's not. You know, the the other one isn't really feeling like it's staining the yeah. you know, the tongue. Yeah. To me, anyway. Let's see. Uh, it, it is nice. It does look nice and light, and it looks kind of like uh, white grape sparkling juice. To bring a little about Monik, kind of. it's spelled M-O-N-N-I-K. Okay. It's the Dutch word for monk. Okay. Uh, we embody the intense focus and diligence we bring to our craft. We offer curated 
selection of 20 beers on tap featuring a mix of flagships, rotating seasonals, and one-off brews. We commit to do the best, make the best, be the best. Excellent beer is what we do. Because you're the best around and no one's ever going to bring you down. <laughs> oh, you're the best around. All I can see is fucking Rocky at that point running up some stairs. Um, <laughs> you're hitting the speed bag with such a rhythm that you're just like, holy shit, how's he do that? So I've this tasted is, this beer a handful of times. This is a whole lot of wheat, man. Is that what's going on? Because I have yet to <laughs> at, at first. I have like yet wheat. to like put my finger on what's actually wheat, happening in this beer. Wheat is in the beginning for sure. Is that it? I have to taste a little bit more to see if there's more, but that's just one taste. There's well, definitely I mean, some berries. Uh, there is a fruit in there at the very beginning. It's kind of like with the spruce, where it's hanging on like the top of my my mouth. There is definitely, I want to say, maybe like a raspberry in there, maybe a grape in there. But then, yeah, there is an overpowering, maybe it is wheat. Wheat's on kind of like the top for mm-hmm. the aftertaste for me. Wheat's on the top. and like I, the do, I, do, no, I do taste the wheat, but honestly, again, from the, from the previous, it's like the wheat it helps offset the... You know what? Yeah, that really is bad. Weird. Really, really bad taste. At least, again, in my opinion, the really bad taste of the previous. That is wheat because saisons generally are kind of like got made around the same time as like, um, wheat ales did, and like just beers like, uh, what's it called? You guys always reference it on the show. Fuck, um, Blue Moon. Blue Moon. Oh, yeah. Like Belgian style ales. Our favorite domestic. Shit. Well, not domestic, but our favorite and, normie beer. Yeah, and they yeah. they also got made with like Clash. Uh, they all uh, around the same time they got. All made. They're just different styles, I, but they I, come. I don't know. The, they uh, come from the same like the you know, the normie yeah, the normie beer that you know, that I'm kind of taking a liking to is you know, some Budweiser. Awesome. <laughs> Austin- never. I, I have never finished a Budweiser. Awesome. No way. No. No. Actually, no. I've never had a Budweiser. I've never finished a Bud Light. That's that that, that yeah. that's me. Oh. Yeah. Well, no. How else are you going to defeat the you know, the uh, you know, the Corona extra virus? You know, by you know, by having a I'm Bud Light night. To, you know, you know, by having a Bud Light night at your side. <laughs> Even though Bud Light in and of itself is just gross. Austin, have you had PBR? I have had a PBR. That's basically water, but it's good every now and again. <laughs> I'm no longer your friend. I'm sorry. Look, the only time I have like, PBR. No, wait, no, 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 no. No, I'm here. Sorry, man. Wait, you don't like PBR. PBR is like you hate that because P- you give P- Rick, or you give a uh, Bert all the shit. PBR for is PBR. literally liquid shit in a can. Look, <laughs> it's the worst. Let me it's tell the you, worst beer on the market. There is only one time that I drink PBR. I've only ordered it at a bar twice, and there is it, I only ever have PBR when it's the end of the night. I'm only gonna let Satan judge you at this point. I want no, another beer, Satan but I know him? I shouldn't have another beer. <laughs> so what I get in that instance is PBR because it's almost not alcohol. <laughs> almost. I mean, and, almost yeah, and not alcohol. The, it's almost all, not liquid shit. <laughs> and we, you know, we all remember the story about the pub way out back that had no beer. The pub. <laughs> no, Jesus. it don't. It you wouldn't get it. It's just it's just a, a song reference from from a video game. It was basically a, a custom made soundtrack for the for the for the for the, you know, for the map that was that was in this game. It was fucking glorious. 
and hilarious. Hilarious. But um, yeah. It's fucking going back to the beer. What do you think? Wheat. Wheat. There, I feel like there is wheat, a wheat, wheat taste. Wheat. I feel like it's there's just grapefruit underneath, honestly. Like it's just that There's simple. a fruit, there's a berry, there's something in there. I wouldn't necessarily say raspberry because raspberry has a little more uh It's more of like a a sweet taste with a with you know berry. Like it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like a, a so sweet to the point where it gets sour like yeah. raspberries. I mean, what, no, it's is, kind of it's more of a I think the term you're looking so for is tart. Yeah, there you go. I was about See, to say that. The the reason why it, I it say gets, raspberry it gets sweet to a point where it's sour. Tart. Yeah, tart. The reason why I say raspberry is we've had a couple raspberry beers and the raspberry in my eyes translates a little differently than when you would just eat a fucking raspberry. Right. I'm tasting what I remember tasting in the purple haze beer. That's the what that is. Um, Abita. Abita. Yes, it's a raspberry lager, and that raspberry comes across in a very specific way. And for like underneath all the wheat, underneath all those extra flavors, there is a very distinct berry flavor that I remember to be similar to the purple haze lager from abita which is a raspberry lager heavy on the raspberry the, now it's it's infinitely times lighter it's much more nuanced flavor the the yeah. purple haze is a lot more upfront with the raspberry but i'm still getting that same note so that's why i'm like pretty certain it's raspberry but i don't think we're going to get a resolution here because for the life of me, I can't find a description on this beer. You know what the you know what the fruit reminds me of this? You, rem- you cool. remember that one beer that you guys were saying is exactly like purple drink? Oh, <laughs> purple what drink. what it was like called what it was um short fuse. Yeah, it was short fuse. Was it, was, it purple? It was purple something. Yeah. It, it that, was legit that's what like it purple me of. beer or something. Yeah. That just sounds but weird. But I think I think interesting. thinking back on it, it's like you guys said it was purple drink, which I generally yeah, I kinda agree. It's like that purplish flavor and shit like that. But I think it's now thinking back on it, it's a little Almost a little too tart for the uh, flavor here, because there's mm-hmm. no tartness in this, honestly. Well, no, no tartness again, at all. It's like one, no one you're talking about different, uh, different, different fruits or berries and whatnot. It's like some of them, their their tartness can definitely range. So, like, let's say you have some of the green grapes from like the you know, those bags of like vine grapes and whatnot, yeah. or no, or those just or those normal grapes. It's like. There's you know, there is definitely a distinct tartness you know, that separates the two. I mean, you would still have the normal grapes, and you'd just be like, oh yeah, you know, I can't uh, casually eat them, and they're still tart. And then you have like the green grapes or you know, the you know, the white you know, the white grapes is what some people would call them. Yeah. Uh, there's more of a tar- you know, the, you know, the tartness is more pronounced. They're like it, they're like it's almost as if it's its own flavor. Yeah. At that point. Uh, uh, I agree with you. We uh, had a whole uh, argument on this on an episode about uh, grapes. Now, now I understand. I understand. I understand. Not all grapes are created equally, but I prefer the white grapes over the normal grapes due to the fact oh, that they're t- racist. Fuck. That they have they have more of that tartness. That I have I a very, 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 very serious question for you, Jeremiah. Okay. Shoot. 
no. So there are green grapes oh, no, and there no, are purple no, grapes. No, no, no. Yes. What is a red grape? <laughs> that is a good question. Thank you. <laughs> because we had a very, very long discussion during one of the quarantine episodes red about grape. red grapes and on on if it's a different kind of grape or grape. if it's just a less ripe purple grape. A red grape is a more ripe purple grape or ripened purple grape yes it is like a more ripened I, just, I don't know i don't know man i don't know why you, had, know, you guys had an hour conundrum about this <laughs> an <shit>. hour's <laughs> worth of a conundrum <laughs> you guys are shit. literally using lo losing brain cells so just this like topic. A, more importantly ian was losing brain cells oh. on this topic. <laughs> it was it well, was I mean, of course it's like he lo hey, he, lo was, he, lo he loses an iq point Ian is, Ian got despondent because of the the, the the discussion. I leaned into the nonsense. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I totally leaned into the nonsense. Because uh, every some, once in a while, it's some, good. Sometimes it's just it's just it's par for the course if you just accept the madness. And exactly. you know what? That that's the best sometimes part about life. You just life. gotta go along for the ride. Um, you go with the flow, even as, this, as Bert would say. This description. I don't know about you guys, but this description is going to be one. That it's gonna throw a left, uh, like a like a left turn, a curveball, and I'm not picking up any of these flavors we're, they talk about. But we were who knows? It says Eagle Skull saison, classic lemon pepper saison yeast character, herbal uh, hops over a light crackery malt base. Now I don't I, get that. I do taste. I do taste just a slight malt, but I don't taste the lemon pepper at all. Like whatever, whatever else they were trying to claim, I don't taste it. Aside from just the wheat, and you know, like there is a wheat taste to it. There is you know, some form of a of a berry flavor to it, and then there is that malt. Yeah, I can Which taste the lemon. It's, for sure. it's, it's, it's nice and lemon? it's nice. Yeah. It's nice and light. That's kind of the fruit, fruit, fruit esque body, or the juiciness. See, I've never had like. lemon. If, but is lemon I've a never fruit had though? Lemon kind of, kind of what? Or is it kind of project the way that this is? I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously we can't call them liars because they brewed the damn beer. Yeah. If they say there's lemon pepper in there, then I guess there's lemon pepper Pe in there. Pepper, I don't. But taste, I, I don't taste that at all. This. Well, maybe what's happening is maybe we're mistaking the wheat for lemon no, in like a weird way because I, if you think I, about I, it, it can be a similar taste. I was I was going to say well I was going to say well I'm gonna go out on a whim here and say well they can call me a liar all they want it doesn't it doesn't affect sure. my decision but you know after you said that. That would actually prove a, a really good point, because I mean that's pro that probably is what that kind of wheat-like mm -hmm. flavor is—is is the lemon pepper. The I mean, pepper. it's not necessarily like overbearing, but again, instead, it's like that's what you, all at least, if not all three of us, then at least two of us was mistaking that wheat kind of taste for was that was the lemon pepper and we're just like oh, I don't know and it also doesn't help that maybe if we were to probably start off with this then we'd be like oh yeah there's probably a hint of lemon pepper in there whereas we started off with like two others before this one and we're just like I don't know man it tastes more like wheat than lemon pepper I'm, so you consider that yeah 
It is. I'm. I, I'm thinking. It, it's. It, it's. It definitely is. You know. It definitely is kind of, and at least another another thing to consider uh, going forward, how you would really uh, set everything up. Like maybe just try and start with like the lighter stuff, and then just go then towards the the heavier stuff. You know, yeah, and that would you would still get the nuance of the different flavor, the different flavors as you get heavier and heavier. So you know, you're not just like. You're going from one end to the other on both extremes. We typically try to do that, but with these ones, it was kind of, I don't know, we just started going, which is perfectly fine. I feel like, come to think of it, I can't remember any Saison ale we've had that has had wheat. I can't remember any that has had wheat. Not saison, but like sister beer, like sister beers of a saison. Yeah, are like like that, similar like kind wi- of like w- like wheat ales. Yeah, we uh, but not cloches, but well, colches do have wheat. Oh, they do. Yeah, aren't they? They're sweet wheat beers. That's a colch. They're right. They're that, too. That, they're, that would they're the light ones that yeah. we don't really Kolsch's like. Colches are interesting. If you've never had a colch, I do recommend that you, you try to seek one out because i usually because they are unique beers uh in their just, own right just, just because of just because of how they taste per, per, there's not there's nothing that quite that tastes quite like a kolsch um they are pretty unique whether you like them or not they are a unique kind of beer personally every time i think of a kolsch i usually pair them with like lagers they because are light a, like a lot or pale ales because yeah. they're super light along yeah, that, that that would make sense but it's more about the uh the flavors you know, where we've, they yeah. really aren't nuanced but they're more kind of like there but not in your face we've had three or four colches on the show over the year and change and the thing that i remember about all of them sharing is they are weedy but they also have a pretty distinct Sweet twist yeah. on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, they do. They do. So they're they're an interesting beer. But as far as saisons, every saison I can remember, they're usually fruit forward, and sometimes they have kind of a, a sour twist to it. Sometimes they don't. This one obviously doesn't. But I cannot yeah, remember they, they a single one that was weedy. No, there so wasn't. I'm wondering if that lemon pepper is kind of disguising itself, and it on the surface made us think that was weak. With the yeast, right, with like, the yeast, you know, with like, it, I, you know, yeah. like I was saying, it's yeah. like yeah, that you know, that could be a really good possibility, uh, due, due to the fact that it's like there, you know, there's lemon pepper. You know, there, you know, from what they were saying on their website, there is lemon yeah. pepper in there, but you know, they managed to find a way to disguise it, disguise it's it a as different. a weedy taste. It's projected in a in, in a in a way that I don't I don't think I've ever quite seen before. Um, how does this beer though compare against the other two that we've had? Um, and now, yeah, it's it's also because it's it's kind of a light a lighter beer. I would definitely, uh, this this would be at, at least a uh, an eight out of ten. But of all of all the three that we've had currently, this would be in first place. So you're going number one, this Eagle yeah, the, Skull. Yeah, the second place would go to the Stout, then and then the the, the, uh, the, uh, the Myth Poil. 
and then and then third uh, third place would uh, actually no, I would put uh, good uh, Goodwood in last place. Okay, just so. just ju- just because you know, I mean, it, again because of all because of all the um uh, the amalgamation, and I and I mean this in like you know, more of a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amalgamation of the different hops that they tr- you know, that they tried in there it just it definitely didn't, didn't work for it, it didn't work for me but again you know there are probably IPAs out there where if they were to do uh, anywhere between one to three different hops I would probably prefer those over over what Goodwood did with their uh, you know, their spruce fair enough what about you Rick uh, I'm gonna actually go completely backwards of what Jeremiah did really one is the Goodwood. Two is the stout, and then three is this. So are the other two no. better, or is this one not living up to the other ones? It's actually not even living up to just Saison together. Really? I generally, so you don't really care for this one? Um, Not too much. I'd kind of lump it with a lot of the weed ales we've had previous on the show. Okay. But, I mean, I wouldn't put it as average. I'd probably put it a little above. But uh, the stout, the stout, and the good, and the IPA are obviously better than this because all these together, what they share is simplicity. There's not really com, there's not really complexity right. like other other beers we've had on the show. It, and it, so you're good. This is gonna be more of like flavor, character, sure. and how, just generally how that is, unless like the, the last beer is something else, or you know. I know so. nothing about the last beer. Um, <laughs> I just know it is very called against the grain, and it's I think a flagship beer, and it's a stout, which isn't all the time where you get a flagship beer that's a stout. Normally, flagships are a yellow variation. Um, no, where where they're either like an I, you know, where they're IPA, IPA lager, or, so, or lager, or pale something. ale. There, Typically, the flagships are yellow. There is some breweries out there that are confident enough, or that love stouts and porters enough, like Greenbush, uh, that make flagship stouts and yeah. porters. But usually, a lot of breweries are like, stick let's with not, that yellow stuff. Let's, let's yeah. not let's not make porters or really any do. dark beer as our flagship. Like oh. looking at you. Everyone, three Floyds. Three Floyds Floyds makes. I don't even know a single stout three Floyds makes outside of um, Moloko. Yes, the Moloko. That's horrible. Moloko's horrible. Dark Lord. I haven't had it. And the only other dark beer that I can think of they make is Robert the Bruce. There's Dreadnought. I haven't had had that. But no. Dreadnought is one too. I will make, I, the worst milk stout I've ever had. In my I life. will make. I, this, no, I will make this comment. It's like uh, of the pale ales that I've had, even though they're uh, very few. It's like Red's pale ale is one of the normie uh, types that I drink a lot. Mm-hmm. If if I if I was to you know drink on the regular, normie. but I mean you know, it's it's just like. It it has uh I mean you still you still taste like what whatever it is as it has as its uh uh like main taste but then but then whatever flavor that they have in there it's like that tends to be the the uh, the, the staple of it aside mm-hmm. from the main taste of like just the lightness of it. Fair enough. For well, me, um. I think I'm going to be kind of in the middle of Jeremiah and Rick here. I am going to have the 
Spruce tip number one. I really like that beer. Okay. Um, my number two is this Eagle Skull from Monic Beer Co. Okay. Uh, or Monic. It'd probably be Monic. No, Monic, Monic Beer Co. Yeah, yeah. Mo- Monic Beer Co. Or just say Monk Beer Co. And then the McPoyle Milk Stout is my number three, even though I do think that beer is pretty good. Um, so even though these beers have been relatively simple, I do think all three of them are pretty good, uh, which is nice to see. Do you want to grab our last beer? Sure. Mr. Mr. Enrique. Um, As I sort of teased earlier, we got one more beer. It's from a brewery called Against the Grain. Um, If I had to, it's tough to like judge how big a a brewery is, but if I had to like guess, I think think this is the biggest brewery of the four uh just based on availability and yeah, you know and how name, things probably yeah name and, and name availability and how like it how it, they presented themselves in like the uh in like the google the google uh seo and stuff like that this was if you type in craft beer in louisville this was the first hit uh um, yes because i do i too use the googles everyone uses the googles <laughs> so i'm not from louisville but i believe this is the biggest brewery in louisville against the grain the beer we have is 35k is that's right right yes it is called the 35k stout Oh boy! Um, and one of the things that drew me to this beer is kind of the artwork. It's very it reminds Three Floyds esque. It reminds me of Adventure Time. Like yeah, the same art style yeah. as Adventure Time. Yeah, really. The artwork yeah. on the can is kind of cool. Yeah, I'd I'd like to see the can when, when I you will get a chance. Absolutely, give it to you once I finish pouring here. Um, but like I said, it's a stout, and it is one of the flagships. They have a couple beers that I consider flagships when I peruse their website, but this is definitely one of them. Um, uh, there's a reason I'm, this brewery is actually sticking it out differently because they actually have a smokehouse, too. Do they oh, really? Yeah, it's a brewery and a smokehouse. Very cool. Kind of like Doc's, which is right by us, uh, Doc's Smokehouse, but they, they don't make beer, they sadly. Don't make beer. No, but they have a shit ton of it though. Yep. Docs has got like a hundred beers on tap. It's and ridiculous. they and they have a liquor store right next door in the same building too. No oh boy. So thirty five K. And again, I would like to see the, the can. Grain. Too, Here you go. Here's the can. You can see the that art artwork. style. Enjoy, boys. Man, this looks like oil too. It does. Lance no, I will agree. I will there. agree about that assessment. But yeah, Hello. The, at least at least the art style I'm getting, I definitely getting adventure time. The adventure time art vibes. Uh, for the listeners, we've got what the fuck is this though? It's like a dude with a skull on his head. It, it's an interesting. It's an interesting one. I I, I would recommend you uh look look up the artwork for 35k stout. Uh, from against the grain, it is kind of 
interesting. I, There's no, a I lot th- going on here. I think I found. No, I think I found. No, I I found the beard to surpass Metal Gear. <laughs> this right on the tip is malty and roasty as all hell. Dude, they have a long story section about them. Do they? Really? I, I do. Yeah. I do. I do taste Low. the malt and I do taste the no the yeah. roasted. You want me to go in it, into but, it? No, but you know what it. It's one, two, three, four, five, five paragraphs. Oh, boy. Um, why not you give us a taste for the first paragraph? Uh, Louisville's craft beer scene in the 90s was grayer than Aunt Claudine's thinning hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every pale ale was a pale ale. Every porter was a porter, oh, and man. so on and so forth. Oh, boy. It oh, was boy. different then, but truth be told, that's where the tale of Against the Grain begins. Jerry Nagy, Sam Cruz, Adam Watson, and Andrew Oat found themselves working at one of the greatest Louisville breweries of all time, doing what they love, but not the way they wanted. Fed up and dissatisfied with the brewing status quo, they banded together and drew up a business plan on a yellow legal pad. It wasn't the best, but they found out early on they had a knack for taking something shitty and making it the shiniest turd in all the land this brewery is great more, love it. more importantly they found they had to drive just the description they, alone they had to drive collectively to make beer better with determination a few fart jokes and a handful of investors they opened the doors <laughs> to louisville's first brewer owned and operated brewery in 2011 Against the Grain Brewery and oh, Smokehouse. Oh, so they're fairly new. They are, they're fairly new. The 15-barrel Victorian-style brew house and Southern-inspired Smokehouse became a vessel Ooh. for innovation. Oh. I need to get back, that, back down to Louisville. <laughs> they invited... Yeah, bring up some food from Louisville. Yeah. They invited color to the grayscale brewing culture and changed the way beer was viewed in Louisville. They brewed an array of diverse beers categorized by, a, by six main styles. Session... Hop, yeah. whim, malt, dark, and smoke. Ooh. The categories ensured the beer would never be boring and they would never be bored. For the next four years, sleep was a luxury. Showering a distant dream and a balanced diet was a cracker with mustard. I mean, I understand this is an over exaggeration of something like that, but that that just that just sounds like sounds you know, unhealthy. It sounds not only unhealthy, <laughs> but it sounds like uh, maybe up up to snuff as to how a crackhead would live. <laughs> <laughs> they championed the belief that you deserve more than the mainstream. You deserve quality beer with an irreverent crude name, but also the merit of liquid to laugh in the face of naysayers who have a hard time saying fart, boob, and of course, nipple. But you know what? The props imp- to them for, uh, I mean, again, uh, the over-exaggeration props to them to actually uh, do, do what they know what they want to do because sure. you know what? That's how America works. They insisted improved amazing beer could be fun, not stuffy or too proper for a rowdy time. By 2015, the culture of beer was growing and the brew pub began to feel the growing pains. It was time to expand. The partners opened a three-vessel, 30-barrel brew house 20 blocks away from the pub in downtown Louisville. 30 barrels. The facility was to act as a production arm of Against the Grain. 15 barrels. 15 15 barrels? Essentially doubled. In In the smokehouse in the brewery. That no, that's actually impressive. They increased production by four hundred percent and began canning brands to adorn shelves around <laughs> the world. Right? Today you can find <laughs> a grain in up to forty three states in the US. 
upwards of 25 countries around the world. And, of course, right here at home in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh. So I think I was right. This is definitely the biggest brewery in Louisville. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And yeah, I will you were, say. You were on the money for that guess. Yeah. You were definitely on the money for that. Now, in between the you know, the roasted and the malty Smack taste, I'm get, me, I mean, I still, taste the, I still taste the roast in it, like the roasted, but it's more of a. Like at least to me, the maltiness is more prominent. But you know what? It's really good. Yeah, this beer doesn't disappoint. Um, and you know, which is why I was saying it's the beer to surpass Metal Gear. I think this is what a good flagship out. Yeah, this is. It, it I is think, pretty good. Far and away, my favorite beer tonight. Um, I mean, I the, th- th- this is one of those where it's kind of funny how. Frequently, this happens because it seems like it happens a lot. The what? fourth beer comes in, slaps its dick on the table, and, and it's just like, "Here I am." Yeah, it, like, it seems like it happens a lot. <laughs> um, like just a couple weeks ago, in Laguinza's, that happened. It was like, "Eh, oh, eh, with eh. the super cluster." Then the super cluster came in, and it's like, "Boom!" You're <laughs> this just is like, a beer. "Holy shit!" Yeah, like this is the only saving grace. It is weird how frequently that seems to happen um but that's definitely what i'm feeling with this beer it is a deceptively simple stout but it still, but it still has, has a lot going on flavors yeah. like it you're it's kind of like the milk stout the mcpoil milk stout where there's no super you know chocolate it, appear, cake, it appears Neapolitan. it appears unassuming yeah but then the moment you actually taste it and you get into it, then it's just like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Like, what what sets this apart is how kind of strong it is in its conviction of what it wants to be. Right. It wants to be a really well-rounded stout that's going to hit you hard with malt and roast. And then everything in the middle there is kind of held together really well. It just it kind of feels like right. uh, like what we say about the breweries that we really like, like uh, uh, what Avery, Avery and Left Hand is. They knew what they wanted to do, and they just fucking did it. Like there's they, no it, they it's went super tight. They, they went 110 percent yeah. full fucking throttle. They're just like we want this to ha- we want this, and we're going to get this to happen. Don't even talk about Avery, man. I had two two. Um, Two cans of uh, their imperial, <laughs> their imperial hazy IPA. It's top notch. I've never heard that before. An imperial for- hazy. Oh. I forgot what it's called, but uh, I think it's like double finger something. Like Man. no double digit uh, imperial IPA. That's what it's called. Interesting. And they sell. They sold it at a liquor stop. It was like fourteen bucks for a six pack. That's not bad. But it feels like I didn't check the percentage. I think it was like. It felt to me like an eight percenter, because it's imperial. So ah, oh, I see. But it's it, but the thing about it that was really good just to talk about double digits for a little bit. Uh, it does have its hazy body, but the main like focal point for me in that beer is like, you know how imperial Russian stouts are yeah. like focus on the coffee and it it's got a, basically like a good focal point or very good punch. Yeah, that's the same way the hazy was, but it's like. It, in the middle of all the haziness, there's a a hot punch that hits you right there. Now, now you see of the of the of the coffee stouts that I've had. It's like I definitely 
let's see, because I know the you know, the last time I got stuff, there was just uh, I think either you know, the brewery was named no the name you know, the name of the stout was Son of a Baptist, I believe. I forgot the name of the brewery, but you know, I I generally didn't like you know, didn't like that one because it was more of like a bitter taste, and I mean you could still taste the you know, the coffee. And if there was chocolate in there, it was only semi-sweet. Mm. Um, I mean, if if I was to if I was to drink it again uh, after having all all the stuff that we've had tonight, mm-hmm. then you know I would be like, oh, okay, it's not as bad because it's you know, that, a build up. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a it's a, it's definitely something that you would rather build up to rather than have right then and there. Yeah, unless, whereas the completely. Where whereas the uh, the founders brewery that no, I think it was either KBB or KBS, KBS yeah now no, KBS. Uh, for uh, for uh, twenty bucks for just four uh, of course I think they're like uh, a pint each, mm-hmm. but uh, twenty bucks for four bottles I mean Not the, that's founders KBS yeah. and those yeah, aren't I mean, a pint those are twelve ounces uh, twelve <laughs> no, twelve that, ounces that's KBS for you yeah, well KBS. <laughs> if anything it's like. I definitely like the taste. There was just a hint of bitter, and then you still had, if it wasn't semi-sweet, then it was more of kind of like a sweeter chocolate, but mm. there was still the, uh, but if if the cho- if the chocolate taste had a bit of bitter, then it was just a bit of dark chocolate, yeah. it, be where it's like a mix between the bitter and the sweet, and it's really good. Yeah. And I and I definitely like that one over the, uh, the Son of a Baptist. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Because again, you know, I, I, it's like it's one thing if you know if there's a if the bitter kind of accents and a kind of, in a way, elevates the sweetness. Because yeah. if any, if anything, it makes it to where if you have something super sweet and then you add just a little bit of bitter, it levels it out. Yeah, Can and you- I mean. And then some people would be all like, "Oh well, you know, I prefer it to be sweeter for a stout yeah. instead of bitter." Well, you know that no, that's okay. I put when I tasted KBS, I just put it in like one sentence. I just said it was like alcoholic cappuccino. Alcoholic cappuccino. That's cappuccino. literally what it, all I said about it. And then they even have a variation of KBS that's even more fucking coffee in that espresso. Get the, the, the Oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 they have the KBS espresso variant. Oh, KBS God. that is uh Founders. You can probably find Founders no matter where you are in the United right. States. Right. Um probably KBS in specific. It's Look, the good. thing about Founders is like they care a lot about like people's feedback. Yeah. Right. Cuz they ask like, "Oh, what's the bread uh, no matter if it's like Twitter. I would imagine they do the same thing on Facebook, but I see it every now and then on Twitter Founders I ask like, "Oh, what's the most like what's out of the brand new beers we've released in the however, in the however past, much in the time in frame, in the past like two five years. Uh, uh, six months or something, yeah. Like what that. do you prefer? And people always shout like Masagave, oh KBS, all this shit. Started on Masagave. They the make, only beer I'll spend fifteen dollars for a four pack. They made a grapefruit only version. One. Did they? Yeah. That's now how that, I, I was getting. I was getting ready wow. to go there. <laughs> now is is that more of a oh. lager or is that no, more of a, a pale ale? Straight up sour ale. Straight up sour. Now that sounds like yeah. something I'd have to pick Masagave, up and try. If you have not had Masagave, yes, it is 100% it's, worth the $14-15 they charge li- you for a four pack. Look, it's a line shader honestly to yeah. me. It's yeah. it's I wouldn't even put it as a sour. I'd put I put it the sour IPA like line. Really? I wouldn't really? go sour IPA cuz there's no hops in there. Well, there's no hop flavor in there, mm-hmm. but the lime is very prominent, but it's also sweet in a weird way. 
Um, Masagave is an awesome beer that I've, I mean, I've been drinking that for over a year now. Well, now you got to get the grapefruit, man. Oh, man. I'm going to have to look out for that grapefruit. Because the, the difference between the, the two, like, styles is obviously the regular one is, like, yellow and shit. Mm-hmm. But the grapefruit version, they have, like, more of a – they add more pink to it. Oh, don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> so this 35K from Against the Grain, even though we tan- we went on a tangent about other stouts, this 35K is definitely nothing to scoff at. Um, the – Description, not your typical jelly of the month club beer. Jelly I don't know month. what that means, but okay. <laughs> no, I Dark- think I think you meant to say uh, beer of the month club. No, it says jelly of the month club. Um dark roasted malt and bittersweet cocoa and coffee now, what flavor. The fuck does okay. That even mean? Now that's just uh <laughs> they're doing run on sentence here. Dark roasted malt. Okay. And bittersweet Grammar cocoa, over here. and coffee flavor, and aroma burst from this pitch black it's milk on stout. Purpose, buddy. The full on body purpose, and sweetness yeah. are derived from the addition of lactose, aka milk sugar, which Ooh. is not fermented by beer yeast. A healthy dose of English Kent Golding's hops provides a counterpoint to the ale's rich and complex maltiness yeah so this is technically a milk stout i believe yep technically a milk stout but i didn't taste any of the milkiness because again you know at least at least with the uh with the you know with the first stout that we've had yeah tonight i definitely did taste the milkiness yeah. in it but you know mm-hmm. uh, I, of course at least this stout i would definitely place it uh it, it would definitely replace where you know, the you know, the first one would go the so it was skull. yeah no the, the so you would go the 35k then the eagle skull from no 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 no, no no the eagle skull still still is in first place oh, okay it's just the 35k goes in second gotcha. place whereas gotcha. you know, the first one would be th- no would be third and then the last would be the you know, goodwood spruce tip Fair enough. I think the McPoyle is more transparent than 35k though. Like, 35k's got a yeah. lot going. It, it's deceptively complex. It, it feels like it's simple, but yeah, there's but it's actually, actually a lot going on. Yeah. It you, has a lot of flavors kind of going kind of crisscross, but it all kind of comes together in a pretty satisfying way. In a pretty solid form. Yeah. So right. It, that's what I'd maybe And this is a seven percenter too. Straight well. on the dot. Yeah. yeah. I think milk stouts are in their prime when they're between eight and seven. Yeah. Maybe even nine, but maybe because if any because high. if anything, you know, not only not even if you were to start off with something like that, it's like you would still taste all the flavor that's put into it. Yeah. Even even if it is something as something as simple as the as the first one, what was it called? The uh McPoyle. The McPoyle, no, the, Mc, milk no, the McPoyle. You would still taste the flavor, but it's no, but it's not as pronounced as the uh, 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 what against the grains thirty five K has. Yeah. yeah, the I I I kind of this was kind of a cool episode because unbeknownst to me while I was buying it. I picked beers that I thought sounded really out there and cool, but we actually had four deceptively simple beers that its complexity right. was kind of layered. Yeah, like it, it, it's kind of it's kind of weird how all four of these 
kind of seem really simple on the uh, on the periphery, but when you actually start diving into it, they all kind of have their own little nuances. That's like, wait, there's actually but more to to taste there. To uh, to add on to your point, uh, Austin. It's like uh, you would have to take into consideration the different, uh, and this, uh, and this is where you know at least uh, at least the uh, the north versus the south, or like the Midwest versus the southeast would be concerned. If you wanted to get uh, all sorts of particular with with uh, that, it's like uh, the north tends to make it to where certain flavors are pronounced. So, like, let's say you go for a pale ale or like a lager or something like that, they would make the 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 the, the normal uh, ingredients in there more pronounced, and then you would have the aftertaste of maybe a flavor or two. Whereas the South, they tend they tend to have more of a uh, from what I've from what I've from uh, this, yeah, from, this the, from this episode. Now they would ha- they have it more nuanced because uh, due to the fact that you know they would have it kind of like oh well look at uh, look at us we're right here and then you would go to taste it and it's deceptively simple but yeah. yet still to a point where okay it would still have the you know, the you know, the north you know, the midwest or the or the north have a run for its money to uh, a point yeah to a point i mean honestly just thinking back off the top of my head when i think about beers that we've had from the south like florida what Sweetwater comes to mind. We had Cigar City a long time ago. This one, I I, I guess this is technically south. I mean, it's Kentucky. It's, yeah, it's, it's at least it's yeah. at least, it's at least south to Indiana. We but, no, but if you were to look at the lines drawn on the on the map of the U.S., it is still mm-hmm. part of the South. They and, have a heavy heavy uh, a culture heavy in uh, distilleries, though. Yeah, that is, oh, that, is, that is yeah, that is also yeah, true. Now, if you were to Kentucky, if you were to ever yeah. revisit something like from uh, like a you know, like a Florida brewery or something, mm-hmm. I mean, I would I would definitely like to try that just to experience it. Whether you it's a get, whether it's yeah. a sampler or you know you just do a specific brewery from Florida, you get wildly different when you start trying the different beers from the different regions of the country, you do notice wildly different trends. Like a West Coast IPA tastes a thousand times different than a Midwest IPA. Right. There's, And then you even start to notice just different styles of beers are done better in different parts of the country. Right. And it, it is something where you really start to dive in the craft beer it, it, it it's you you really start to get an appreciation then, of that and then it, farmers it, farmers that uh that's make hop like make livings out of growing hops they trade hops with other people throughout the country yeah. as really well. yeah. so, so it's just like, kind of like kind of like an in, 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 inter-trade deal or something like that kind where, of kind of that way kind of where they barter and shit like that or they just buy a certain amount of this uh Hop, whether it be like Simcoe, Cascadian, any any of right. it like that, and that like when sense. you say you buy a Cascadian hop, because Cascadian hops, their home is obviously the Cascade, which is Washington, but it's become more of a thing where people buy Cascadian hops from farmers out there. So, and to note, the closest hop farmer to us that I'm aware of, from like 
windmill in like three floyds that they buy from is out in lowell so really we got hops grown down in lowell indiana i could have swore it was further down south in indiana but then again you know the uh, it depends on on how how far you go because you know again it's like yeah if you were to move more up north you're getting closer towards the city if you move more towards down south you're still getting towards the city but if you kind of get towards that in the middle point, that's where you would actually reach yeah. farmland and whatnot. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's the Midwest or the South or the East or the West. You you but still have farmland regardless. The hop the hop maker of the Midwest, like Iowa. Or, yeah, most Iowa. most of it comes from Iowa. Yeah, it's I uh, I took a, a tour of Goose Island, which I recommend you guys both do because it's just kind of a it's it's a neat experience if you like craft beer. But I took a, a tour of the Goose Island uh, brewery, and they said that it's some like let lotta is it longitude? It'd be longitude, some meridian line. Iowa sits. Well, at if you're the if you're ta- if you're ta- if you're talking about if it cuts it in half, going. Uh, north and south. No, okay, north and south, yeah. and yeah, longitudinally. Because if you're going east to west, then it's, then it's l- no, yeah. no, 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 lateral or no, it's no, latitude. Latitude. Yeah. Um, but Iowa sits on the Iowa sits on like the perfect longitudinal line where it is, I guess, peak for growing hops. No. So the, the, I guess all, not all, but. The majority of hops that are used in beers in the United States actually come from Iowa. Yep. So there you go. The more you know. Um, as far as the rankings for this go, um, for me, the 35K is far. It, it sort of ran away with it. Uh, it's kind of like I said it earlier, a deceptively complex beer. It seems like it's simple, but there's a ton going on. There's definitely coffee in there, but that coffee is really contrasted with some sweetness and then a ton of sh- a shit ton of malt and a shit ton of roast. So it's sort of like this cocktail of all these traditional stout flavors thrown together and done really well. So 35K from Against the Grain, far and away number one. I'd absolutely want to have more beers from Against the Grain. My number two is the Goodwood, uh, the... IPA with spruce tips or the spruce tipped IPA. Yeah, I would again have honestly. I, I won't be. I won't be uh, repetitive with, audit, with with it. I'll have all. I'd have more beers from all these. Honestly, all these different breweries. So the Goodwood is number two. It's got a unique kind of wood finish. If they do that with all the beers, that's kind of cool. Then the Eagle Skull. Then the McPoyle. Not a bad beer here to me, at least. Um, Definitely a pretty good showing, I think. What about you, Rick? It's pretty accurate that it's all around a good showing. They're all above average for me. Um, above average, I mean, like, above the average line, of course. Sure. Um, I'd probably put 35K, honestly, first. Uh, I agree with your guys' points on, on it pretty much. Because uh, it, it tastes – it launches with malt – little bit of hoppiness and then it finishes with that coffee roast Mm -hmm. that's just generally how i uh i am dissecting it but it's where simple is the best is kind of 35k and it's a flagship for a reason so yeah but number two is probably going to be the good one one the spine spinal uh 
I don't know what I was about is to say. Is it IPA? Is it spruce tipped IPA? Yeah, it's spruce or? tip IPA. Okay. Yep, spruce tips, Asian on spruce tips, touched by wood, yeah. Uh, and then number three, <laughs> to be honest, I feel the same way about the McBoyle and, and the fucking Eagle Skull. Yeah. They're kind of they're kind of the same, yeah. Okay. I was going to put... Uh, I'll you put, put the McPoyle over the Eagle Skull before. before. Yeah, I know. I'd probably pick that again, honestly. Probably do that. Yeah, yeah. Just, just by just by like the smallest margin, honestly, just because sure. it's... It's simple but good, but I just feel like uh, I put when it comes to the Eagle Skull, I put the term saison against it because it's they don't really stick to saison. It feels like so weird saison. Yeah, it feels yeah. like it should be like a wheat ale or like uh, like one of those beers. Like, yeah, supposed to be like a Blue Moon or yeah. some shit like that, rather than it being a saison. I mean, you have three people here that drink craft beer, and all of us is like, yeah, that's wheat. No, so it's kind of weird that I guess it's one of those weird things that happens where the wheat or the hops or whatever it is is disguised as another flavor. So. I mean, maybe that's what's happening Where, here, but it doesn't. It doesn't change the fact that we all thought it was wheat. Yeah, because yeah. it it just it, all those flavors just bunched up together. It just feels like that. It's the same way as to like when a beer puts six or seven hops, it fucks it up, mm-hmm. and that's what that's how I feel, especially in this regard. Because out of a saison, I had ex, expectations and clearly they're kind of weren't being met with because okay. i expected the juiciness and all that kind of shit so, Fair enough. and all the fruit so. so we got a final taste test for the uninitiated among you we are going to try all these beers again back to back to back to back may not be the best way to taste your beer but i mean that's what we do here um we're oh gonna boy. try them all back to back to back to back but we have a bonus beer. It is from a brewery that we think fairly highly of around here. It is from a brewery called Distilled. They are out of Normal, Illinois. Oh they boy. specialize in sour beers. The beer that we have from them is a Pina Colada Gose. Um, I will say it is very sour, but there are very strong notes of vanilla and pineapple. Um, but that's what we got after the break. Wow, if, you've had it already? I have had it. How yeah. dare you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it's good enough to where I wanted you guys to taste it. Fair enough. Um, Fair but enough. yes, I have had it. Uh, we got the final taste test. Like I said, this is the Louisville Sampler on Lizard Liquors. Don't go anywhere. Hope you're drinking with us. We'll be back in just a minute. And we're back here. Lizard so Welcome liquors. back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, welcome back. We have not one, but four breweries on the show with it us. It is the, I think it's the sampler round of each plus yes. the bonus beer. So the four or the four beers we've been working on have been sort of a Louisville, Kentucky sampler. We have four beers from four different breweries. We have Against the Grain with the 35K stout. Almost poured my beer out. We have Eagle Skull. Uh, from Monic Beer Company. It's a Saison. We have the Spruce Tip IPA from Goodwood. We have the McPoyle Milk Stout from Mile Wide. And our bonus beer is the Pina Colada Gose from Distilled. That's what we're going to start with. It's our bonus beer. We have not tried this one before. 
So oh, go no, ahead not at all. and try this beer. Dink it and sink it, boys. Pina the colada. bonus beer? Yes, the bonus beer. The Come pina colada. In the rain. If you like That's pina not it. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> That's why I have that sound, my, That's it. Okay. I was about to say that's why I have mine set via ranking. Yeah. That was uh that was not the beer I was expecting it to be. But you know, right off the bat, I mean, if I may say something, top notch. I'm definitely it's getting kind of like a you. kind of like a a lime or a lemon lime kind of taste to it. But you know what that that's typically how your pina colada type uh, alcoholic beverages would be. You'd get more of like a uh, a, f- a fruit or kind of like a, a kind of like a citrus taste to it yeah. right off the bat instead of the uh, the main thing that really made it, whether it's the uh, the the hops or something, whether it's one set of hops or uh, three sets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think what uh, that lemon flavor you're you're picking on, I think that's just the inherent sourness of the gosse. Yeah. Um, one thing, but you know what? It definitely makes it good. Oh yeah, distill. Uh, they are among the best in sours um, that I had. Say distill what? is an amazing brewery fuck? when it comes to sours. They have an entire line that this beer is called uh, that this beer is from called the Wild Sour Line. It's just the, the sours are the one are the kind of beer that they do the most of, one, um, two, and three, this one. Uh, this one really lives up to the rest of that line uh, as far as sour beers are concerned. It is undeniably a pina colada. Have, there is pineapple. They have, yep. they have 12 different sours. Yeah, I know. There's a lot. We've had four of them prior. It is undeniably a pina colada. There is a lot of pineapple. There is also a lot of vanilla in there coming from, you know, that would would, would, would be the vanilla rum. Um Lots of pineapple, a lot of vanilla, but then it is juxtaposed by a really satisfying sour, and somehow those two opposing flavors work together really well because the pineapple and the vanilla aren't necessarily sweet. Yeah. Because if that was sweet and then it hits you with all that sour, wouldn't work whatsoever. Yep. Yeah. So so it's just more of yeah. like uh, it's kind of a yeah, and not necessarily a muted taste, but more of it's a more, background. No, like I yeah. was saying about you know, one of our previous the uh, yeah, the brews. It's more of a backseat passenger instead of just a right next to you passenger. Where it's like it's, yeah. it would be the second one. It would be more of like the tertiary or the fourth kind of thing that you would taste. It's one huh. of those things that we run into a lot um, when you have unique flavors in beers. It is different how distinct flavors kind of translate into beer because when you have a milk stout, it's not like, wow, this tastes like a beer with milk in it. It is kind of a different kind of flavor. Same thing with... Uh, with um when like with coffee i mean coffee might not be the best example right. because that distinctly tastes like coffee but the different flavors transition differently into beers and we do find a lot where it doesn't taste exactly how it would outside of a beer but it leaves notes 
And that's exactly what kind of happens here. There's very distinct notes of pineapple and vanilla combined with your other sour flavors. It really is a very good beer. Um, It's not my favorite out of the Wild Sour series that the still has uh, because there are some real fucking heavy hitters in that series, but this one is still very good. Um, There's a lot of heavy hitters. There are some heavy hitters. I honestly distill is... Distill, I haven't had enough Avery Sours. I've only had three, and they've all been amazing. But all the Distill Sours I've had have also been amazing. Just wait till you have cores or, like, or their other stuff, too. Yeah. Because I saw their, they have, like, <clears throat> Deadhead IPAs. And yeah, they have actually, they do a lot of Sours, but they ones. have a very wide variety of beers they do. They have lot of IPAs. They have a couple lagers. They have a lot of stouts. Uh, they're a very diverse beer. Uh, or di- very diverse brewery. Uh, but this Wild Sour, it, I mean, it holds up from what we'd expect from Distill. Um, how it's going to line up with the other beers, I'm not quite sure yet. It's definitely going to be in um, in the runnings for one for me. The 35K style, I might like a touch more, but I'm going to dig into the rest of my beers and try to figure that out. Yeah. I do agree it. with the general description that you gave the Wild Sour, though, because the pineapple is there. The vanilla is there. So is the extreme tardiness at the end of the tunnel. You could focus a lot. You could get lost in the tardiness of it for sure, just yeah. like you can't, you could in all the other wild sours, because that's just how much tardiness they put into it. But you, for me, I had to really go out and search like the vanilla, have more sips, and really go kind of search uh, the pineapple. Mm-hmm. That's just my experience. But the pineapple's first, and then the vanilla's for a second, yep. and then then it finishes with just tart. sour baby. Yep. Sour baby. Generally agree with that one. Boyo. Now with the uh no no because no, the bonus beer, the uh the pina colada. I definitely do like the initial taste that I get from it, it it, it definitely is the sour. And then like the aftertaste is more of a uh that that uh that no that pineapple and sure. then uh whatever else that was there. <laughs> pineapple it, and vanilla. Yeah, pineapple and vanilla. It's just... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. No, but, no, but if anything, uh, even even if I was to have like a... Even a reverse of, 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 what, everyone, of what everyone else was saying, like what Rick and what Austin were saying... I mean, I I would still like it uh, either way, just uh, just for the simple fact that you know it was it was light, uh, kind of like the uh, kind of like the, uh, the the what's it called? What did I have in first place? The saison, the, no, the eagle no, the, skull, no, the, no, the eagle skull. It's yeah. like it it's light, kind of uh, kind of like the eagle skull, but uh, you know. It, it, because it's a pina colada, you tend to have more more of that flavorful taste of whatever it is, whether it be really sweet, really sour, or kind of like a a mix between the two, and then whatever other bonus flavor that the the brewery decided to add into it. You know, it it definitely this set sets it apart from everything everything else that I've tried tonight, and I mean. 
I mean, I would have to. I would have to try everything else just to make sure oh, I've got gonna. a solid placement of where the pina colada would go. Well, dig in, my friend. Go ahead and try to figure it out. I will say, um, the only beer here that coming back to it is falling a little flat to me is actually the Eagle Skull. Um, okay. It's the I mean I mean maybe saying falling flat is maybe a little too harsh. No, no, um, you, you, it's like go ahead, give it whatever rating I mean, you deserve. I still, you deserve it. I thanks. mean, this is that thing. I still like it. I'll have it again. But I honestly have a solid argument for the other four: the Pina Colada, the thirty-five K, the McPoyle, and the Spruce Tip IPA. I have a solid argument for all of them to be my number one. There's things that I like about all of them that I think are really good. The McPoyle actually kind of snuck up on me. It really is just, it it is actually a really, really well-rounded stout, uh, milk stout in particular. So the only one that I can absolutely say right now that isn't number one is that Eagle Skull. Um, not that it's bad. It just doesn't – I feel like it doesn't bring as much as the other four are right now. Right. Fair enough. I was going to put it last anyway just to be a scummy bastard. I mean, you had it last <laughs> well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm just, get, you're I'm not, just you're getting not, on your level right now, Rick. You had it last from the beginning. I'm you're, sorry. I just I just put, Rick, you're I just not, put you're it not hostage because it claims no, 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 to no, be no, a no. Saison. You're not a scummy bastard. You're just going based off of what, you're, no, what your heart and what your taste buds are telling you. And you know what? That no, That is the the most wonderful thing you could go with. Because you know, that's you know, that's what separates you from like I'm either sorry, me man. or Austin. I just, I just get brigaded for emotionally expressing myself. That is all. <laughs> so, but you, no, but you, there'll, uh, be, there'll be crusades in my name. I swear one day. No, there really won't. Rick just, Burns, uh, the just, crusade. Just like if someone was to say, you know, there were to be crusades in my name, but you know what? It's like who would want a crusade for a sauce mixer? Like, come on, dude. Someone who needs their sauce mix. Well, I mean, you got me there, but even then, it's not worth a crusade. It's worth it's worth it's worth it's worth it's worth a uh, it's it's worth it's, it's better wor- than the previous name. That's all yeah. I have to say. We got every, everyone here. Everyone here is a member of the local Discord. We got Sauce Gross. Mixer and Jeremiah over there. We got good old Rick Burns, and then me repping the OSRS memes and Jam Flex. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's a that's a that that's our nice Discord server we got going Christ. on. Yeah, what's uh, the name of the server again? Death. <laughs> I think it's called Death. Yeah, it's just called Death. Um, yeah, I will it's say called Death. Popping between the 35k and the McPoyle. The McPoyle is actually really sweet, and the yep. 35k has a really satisfying dryness towards the end. That I'm really being. Um, I'm really being uh, drawn into. Uh, their 35K is definitely better than McPoyle. Definitely. Um, where I would almost argue that the McPoyle is slightly a little too sweet. And then the dryness from 35K just leads more to a, a sophistication to it. There's some in the fridge, lad. Yeah, there's there's water all over the place, man. 
Um, There's water in your eyes. Yeah. But yeah, I it's definitely there isn't a bad beer here. Like no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Christ, dude, you klutz. God damn it! I am su- this, this, such a such a uh, clumsy bitch. And you know this IPA's got some fucking merit to it too. Like it's just one of those things where <laughs> I've never quite had an IPA that tastes like this. And it's not even to say like, oh, you know, this citrus flavor is a little different than what I've had before. This is a flavor that I've never had in an IPA. It's reminiscent of other things, but it specifically is different than anything I've ever had before. You talking about the spruce tips? Yeah, the spruce tips. Just in that kind of hop cocktail that is deceptively complex. It feels simple, but there's actually a lot going on. And then it's contrasted with actually feel like I'm sucking on spruce wood chips. It feels it feels simple, but the reason I have these two first, which is well, first and second, 35k, the 35k and the goodwood, which um the spruce tips is it has a lot of going on, but in a simple body. Yeah. Like how you guys have been saying it, that it's layered it's layered good, all this all, all this kind of jazz, yeah. but uh, I it is layered good, of course, but I just like to get to specifics a lot well, of the no, times because well, I mean, that's where it, I rain. It, if you if you consider this from for a moment, Enrique, it's uh, from uh, the, uh, this episode and episode fifty-seven. It's like, you know, what I've realized at least between what at least Michigan City, Indiana, or at least Northwest Indiana has to offer, as opposed to what uh, at least uh, Louisville, Kentucky has to offer. The uh, the flavors in each, they tend to be nuanced instead of just in your face, whereas that's the reason why if uh, listeners were to uh, go back to episode 57 and see what I gave a consensus on, or not a consensus, a rating on what, what, I, what was there then as opposed to now episode 72. Um, it's like, it's like the, uh, the ratings tend to be different despite the fact that, you know, two of them are, cause I mean, for a fact, I would definitely put the pina colada hands down in first place, whereas second place goes to, uh, uh, the, uh, what was it? The Eagle Scout. No, the the Eagle Eagle Skull. Skull. Yeah. Uh, and then third place, you know, third place would go to the uh, 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 McPoyle or thirty-five k. You no, know, the thirty-five k from okay. against the grain, and then McPoyle would go in fourth. Whereas, if you know, like I was saying before, even after I tasted it, you no know, last place would go the you know, Goodwoods. Uh, 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 yeah, Spine. Goodwoods Brew. The. Uh, the, uh, spruce the, tips. Yeah, the spruce tip yeah, the spruce IPA tips from IPA. Um, to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying, like difference between the differences between this episode and uh, the Shoreline episode, episode fifty-seven that you were right. on with us before. Um, to piggyback off of that, Shoreline was a very undeniably and uh, unforgivingly 
Midwest beer. Like yeah, it it's like there very, was there was some things yeah. I liked about uh, some of the mid uh, the Midwestern beer, at least with yeah. the concerns of Indiana, but. Uh, it, it's like I have, and again, you know, I have yet to try something from mm. Chicago, from fucking, I mean, yeah, it, we could go as far out as Midwestern yeah. as Iowa, but you know, but you know what? Michigan, it, it, Wisconsin, Michigan, yeah, Michigan Wisconsin, Wisconsin, you know, the yeah. different, you know, the, you know, the different other Wisconsin, places of the uh, yeah. Midwest. Illinois. But at least, at least from what was, you know, homebrewed, well, the pun intended, uh, it's like at least uh, at that point, it definitely did get uh, give you uh, it definitely gave me a taste of what made Indiana Indiana. Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like Indiana, at least with the concerns of Midwestern yeah. beer as a whole. Take it the whole Midwest: Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, Ohio. Even it's like this whole area. We we've joked many many times that we are a little. Uh, uh, our idea of craft beer is a little warped between uh, across from the rest of the country because every Midwest IPA or every IPA that we know of is a hoppy in your face, just conflaboration of hops. Right. We're talking Three Floyds. We're talking 18th Street. We're talking Revolution. All of these Midwest beers are hoppy as all fuck. But then we get IPAs from out west, and they take a. You just need to chill, Midwest. It's, I mean, that's yeah, what it is. It's, it's, like, more, it's more of like it gives look, you kind yo, of like Midwest, a played chill down. The if fuck I put out. it on, if I put it on like a number scale, like three Floyds is a ten. <laughs> but if you grab me a Midwest IPA, they're like in like the five six range. Yep. They're not in your face. They're a lot. More subdued, more juicy. I mean, and they, that's yeah, they where still, hazy they, IPAs were born. Uh, um, and I mean, they still. Uh, and again, from the uh, from the shoreline episode, it's like whether it was uh, a pale ale and an IPA or or something like that. It's like even though yes, they definitely had like a lighter taste. You could still taste the flavor in in, in those brews. But as uh, to piggyback off of what you're saying, Austin. It definitely is more of a, hey, man, it's like there's all these other like in-your-face flavors yeah. where it's on yeah. a scale of like 1 to 10. It's a fucking 20. Yeah. You know, you should maybe chill out with us. You know, have have something that's definitely middling yeah. where it's like a, a 5 to a 7. I mean, that's the thing. If... If I had to and it, say, and it, and, it, and it definitely, you know, brings you back to reality, where you're just like, all right, you know, this is something I could definitely chill out with, yeah, you, know, you know, have on the regular as opposed to the in your face, you know, either stouts or just yeah. the, the hoppiest thing I've ever had before. Like, you if know? I had to tell anyone that likes craft beer but hasn't, but but hasn't really expanded their horizons, I would say. If you live on the Midwest, or if you live in the Midwest, pick a fucking coast and yeah. try something from there. If you live in LA, try a Midwest IPA. Like there, you will find a huge difference in the same oh, yeah. technically type of beer, but they are yeah, executed. Yeah, they're executed way differently, and and if anything, Just there's a different. Expand yeah, your horizons. Yeah, there's definitely a. Uh, 
a, a, a melding of flavors, a a, a, a a mending of flavors even, uh, where it's just it's just like. Even 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 with you know, with the uh, you know, the you know, what good would you know, where I have them placed in last place, it's like if they weren't so hoppy with their multitudes of hops, it's like I would imagine if they were just to do like two hops and then all, you know, the way they age it, I would definitely have that at least third or second mm -hmm. in, in my placings because then I would definitely have a better taste of. The uh, the flavor, the aging, you know, all all that goodness about an IPA, I mean, the it, way the way that at least the South would have it done. Like you know, people in the Midwest, I would definitely recommend you would either have uh, uh, brews from what Austin was saying from either coast, or just go down south because yeah. you know they uh, they also have have some good stuff, even e even if it is just from Louisville, Kentucky. You hey. guys having this conversation? It's gonna blow your minds. Yeah, you having think breweries so? outside of the U.S. Dude, <laughs> yeah. we haven't done I mean, none of that though. It's like Japan has a lot of breweries. I mean, where do we but get of that course. shit though? Like there's certain they're, stores. They're, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're exported from they're from their home country, from either their motherland or their fatherland, and then they're in the, I, when I, they're exported from those countries, they're imported in, and then that's how we get a hold of those brews. They make really yeah. good lagers. Uh, from when I tried like some Japan breweries uh, with my uncle, with my Theo. So but, we definitely do need to get some international. But before going. before you get into that... in international thing, I think the 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 one that gets uh, needs more attention is the East Coast. We don't have. Uh, we don't. Well, the, yeah, I want to do more East Coast. We barely but have East Coast stuff. We have Omegan. They were, I think, in they're in New York. Yeah, we have. Terrapin was, I guess, technically East Coast, but it's Georgia. We don't have enough in East Coast, but I feel like that juice, well, that juice it, pack it, that it, I brought a, lo a long time ago. You need to see if you can buy that again. We need to do that for a show. It's, yeah, do it's that a liquor for like stop, a, but it's one. It's it's one type of ale that's like do that as like a revisit episode, but no, but much. it's like of all the East it's Coast like beers that you have, yeah. Yeah, do it as a revisit. Kind of That's what I would recommend. It's, it's Six Point Brewery because they're in New Six York. Six Point, yeah. East Coast is definitely where we've had the least of. We've actually we've done a lot of West Coast, but we've actually I don't think ever had anything. Well, no, no. Stone was from California. Yeah, Stone was from California. We've never East Coast is definitely the least, the least represented of the the breweries that we've had so far. Uh, partly because I just don't see as much of it around. I see a lot of West Coast. I see a lot of Midwest. I see a lot of There's Southern South. companies. I don't see as much East Coast, but I definitely that's do want to do more of that. You know, that's probably because of you know, maybe how they're you know, how the, the way they brew things. It's it's different. Yeah, well, I mean, again, you know, just like how so the how the South does it, you know, or how the West does it, and how the Midwest does it. There's probably a, a style that the East has yet to figure out, at least in the ways of the East Coast of America. But if you were to go east into into the likes of like Europe, whether it be the UK, Germany, France, you know, there there's and, the, and that's getting into international beers. Well, they they definitely do things differently as to America as a whole. 
And you know, it, that that definitely sounds like an interesting episode. We're just talking about like East Coast as in the U.S. Yeah, so, East Coast as in like, the U.S. It's like they definitely have. They're probably they're probably what they're trying to do is they're probably trying to take. Now I have yet to try it, but now I would imagine they have yet to do. Or they are doing an American take on what like Europe is doing on their beers, on their lagers, their pale ales, their stouts, you, you name it, you know? They're trying to put an American twist on it where, if anything, something else aside from the main ingredient is uh, the... the uh, profound or right in your face. A lot or of a lot of these maybe styles. Not a lot of these style of beers have a history. Just talking about saisons and uh, wheat ales and Belgian style ales. They were all born around the same time um, in Germany. Germany's a big a connoisseur. Oh of yeah, they no. I no, without a doubt, without a doubt, I do imagine Germany. To being at least the leader in when it comes to that's, just beer. That's where the Oktoberfest was born, which, aka, it's a Mars and Lager. Yeah. So. Oh yes, the Oktoberfest. Oh, you know what would be the? You uh, know that's something. That's something that me uh, that uh, you would have to do is invite me alongside with all the other lads. Rick. Just dude, there's gonna be like to... six or seven people there on this show. Thing uh, is, Rick. Yeah, no, I'm talking about hey, wait, just going to Oktoberfest to just like uh, uh, me. And and the lads just going to fucking October. The thing is, Good though, luck, um, Jeremiah, I know you were talking about going to Oktoberfest, but if you were interested in being on the Oktoberfest episode, I will warn you because last Oktoberfest, Christ. we had the bright idea to try, was it six or seven beers? It, it was, was six. six. It, was, it six. was six. We had the bright idea to try six different I mean, beers. It was Oktoberfest. <laughs> no, I'm, course, try, I'm trying. I'm trying to rhyme gotta... with reason here and say it's Oktoberfest. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, it's like yeah, you know, you definitely won't have warned me, but I do agree with Rick in was... in, in, in in spirit that the fact that you know it's Oktoberfest, so it was of a, course you would have to do a good the, like, there was you would thick... have to do at least seven different beers. Oh, there he was, said it. There was thick. There was. Thick Thick boys there, and then there was thin boys. It there. was it was a good episode. It really was. Um, that Oktoberfest episode did not disappoint. Um, yeah, because I mean, you probably tried. I don't know. The maybe, only maybe thing it disappointed uh, German beers. Is throwing up anything, in the car. If, if not, you know, <laughs> you probably just had at least six or seven different type of uh, domestic craft type. Uh, well, that was kind of cool about that Oktoberfest episode. Is we had. A lot of traditional Mars and beers, but then we also had a completely well done and amazing Mars and IPA combo from Greenbush. You're like, hey, that wouldn't work, but somehow it worked really great. And then we had Avery who made a Marzen, but also made it extremely alcoholic. And oh, hey, boy. that worked really well too. It 8. was 8.4%. Yeah, it was, it was, 8. it was 4%. very cool. 8.4%. That um, sounds like trouble after it was, at least like three dude, in my it, opinion. It was trouble. It was trouble. The Kaiser from that's Avery what, was, was a ridiculous beer. 
No, no, uh, no. I do, I do, ha- I do have a bit of a meme type or a meme type question. Did you say all hail Kaiser Wilhelm <laughs> after not. having something not. like that? <laughs> but the thing is, I think we ended on the Kaiser, so this was beer number six of the night, and we are all kind of wasted. <laughs> But did <laughs> any one of you at least say <laughs> all hail Kaiser Wilhelm the first? Wilhelm the first. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't even think that's his proper title. I think it's just uh, uh, Kaiser Wilhelm. To uh, bring us back to the Louisville sampler we have, um, I'm at a dogfight for number one, honestly. I have, um, I have very high opinions of... The 35K Stout, the Spruce Tip IPA from Goodwood, from Goodwood, and then the Distill Pina Colada. I have a very high opinions of all three of those. Um, it's a dogfight, dude. It really is. Oh, look! It's look. It so, looks like I already. I mean, Rick, order do right you here. have do you have an order that you're you're really happy with? Uh, yeah, this order right in front of me with the cans. Uh, 35K is number one. Surprisingly, uh, spruce tips is number two. I, I'm thought, a, I really I thought, thought that I he, thought at least spruce tips was going to be your number one, and then at least 35k going to be your second or by, your third option. Look, it's by a close margin. I mean, it's like Rick really likes close. his IPAs, but he's also very he, he very uh, much he, appreciates his stouts as well. Yes, yeah, of course. But, you know, but then again, you know, I, I I I would still at least expect him to be all like, oh yeah, the IPA gets the first place due to uh, this reason. And you know, I'd be like, hey, you do you, man. Uh, number three is actually this wild sour. I would put it higher, but it's just like the I feel like it's really unfair. Good. It's yeah. unfair to the other two. So I yeah. put it third. All right, yeah, that no, that's fair. And uh, number four is the McPoyle. And then yeah. Number five is the Eagle Skull for reasons I already shared. So. No, the first place would go to uh, the Wild Sour. Um, the second place would go to the, e- you know, the Eagle Skull. Yeah. Third place goes to 35K. The fourth place goes to the, uh, what? No, McPoyle. What yeah, the McPoyle. And then the, Goodwood for you. Yeah, and then Goodwood, definitely. I mean, if they didn't, I mean, at least in my opinion, if they weren't, if they did at least, at, at least, you know, one hop and then ex- experimented more with the flavor, then you know it would have been higher, but it it it's got to go in last place. I, I'm sorry, you know Fair that that you that's be. that's just how it works. Fair enough. How dare you? you um, be. put uh, a gun what, to my head. I will. Uh, I will make say, a decision. Did you just here. call me a commie bastard? I said, how would you? You <laughs> um, better be feeling sorry. Well. I do, and I don't feel sorry. So if you call me a commie bastard, then we're going to have problems and we can't be friends anymore. There we go. If you put a gun to my head, um, I will make a decision here. Um, I will go, no, not that one. I will go with number one, strictly because I've never tasted this before, with the Goodwood. So the Goodwood jumped up like two spots. Um, and it's strictly just because, hey, I've never had a beer that quite tasted like that before. And that's part of the reasons why I love this show. It does weird shit. 
and I well, that's man, what happens Rick when you start getting more like and more right now. <laughs> Um Yeah, Rick is like <laughs> is like rearranging the cans into what he thinks my order is, and he's I'm very just close. Assuming. Um, so Goodwood is yeah, actually my asshole. number one. It jumped up it's a an spot. Intuitive guess, okay. Uh, just because well, the thing well, is, Rick knows so my beer tastes because our beer tastes are pretty similar. So he knows. <laughs> our beer tastes are pretty similar. They are, aren't they? Though our beer tastes are pretty similar. Aren't they though? They're pretty spot on. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> lockstep. Like Rick and I agree most of the time. There's, it's within good reason. Yeah, though. it's um, like not within bad reason or bad. Oh favorite. yeah, I mean, you know. But Goodwood, you could be wrong, the Jimo. Spruce Tip IPA from Goodwood is my number one just because they brought me something I've never tasted before. And as a bonus, it was actually really good to me. So I'm going Goodwood number one. Number two, um, Rick's really close, but I'm going to go Wild Sour. The Pina Colada Gose number two uh, from Distill. It is... Uh, it's a great sour. This still has better, but this one still is really good. This is this is where it comes to personal taste. Um, I could argue that 35K might be the better beer overall, but I prefer sours over stouts. Even though I have an appreciation for stouts, over the year that we've been doing this show, I still prefer sours. They are my favorite kind of beer. Um you know, at least, front, back, and center. At least personal preference, I would definitely, you know, from you know, from the uh, the few craft I've that, that I've actually had, um, I would no, I would rate uh, you know, sours second. I would still put sweets in first, and then you know, just overall stouts in third, yeah. and then IPAs in fourth. I mean, uh, uh, and, you. and and you know, the IPAs at least at you. least for me would have to be an acquired you. taste. Rick, shut the fuck Man, up. I feel sorry for you. IPAs acquired taste. That's a well, IPA is the well, opposite I mean, of the of the craft beer scene. What right are you? There. What are you a PBR drinker? <laughs> PBR is an acquired taste. No, because from the, the judge. Uh, no, this is judging by the opinions I'm that just both. Yeah, you know, that. Okay, I was about to say. I, <laughs> no, I don't to, want you to go through the, go through with that. I was about to say because you know it's a hipsters drink for for a reason. What? PBR. PBR. Yeah, well, you know what? PBR. The hipsters can have their fucking drink because I'm not a goddamn hipster. They could they could do everything under not under the sun to try and convince me that you know. Yeah, PBR would be good, but they could go all yeah, all suck a pair of nuts. Drink with us, everybody. Um, but oh yeah, yeah, absolutely drink with us. I got, it's fun. It is. It's good. It is. It all, it works and, best and, that and way. And definitely, you yeah, you definitely for, uh, forget about all the bad times, and you start having good times. Exactly. Yeah. Why don't we have exactly. six drinks on the show? What's wrong with five? <laughs> yeah. just five why are we being <laughs> pussies? Let's just go bonus yeah. bonus beer. I'm yeah. Bonus uh, instead of yeah. I mean, there's a nitro milk the stout in there. You guys want to pop out a bonus bonus beer over there? I mean, we I could mean, pop out <laughs> Elijah's hazy IPAs. Um, <laughs> But anyway, to continue with my ra- my list here, um, I went Goodwood number one. I went uh, the Pina Colada Gose from Distill number two. It's a personal preference thing. I just love sours. Number three, 35K Stout from Against the Grain. Um, it's awesome. As far as stouts go, it is a super well-rounded stout. It's got a lot of complex flavors in there. It has a really satisfying dryness. Um 
It's really good. I'd love to see more from Against the Grain. I'd love to see more from Goodwood. My number four is the McPoyle. Um, it would not be better than the 35K, but it would be a little bit better if it wasn't so sweet. It had a sweetness that didn't jive well with me towards the end. Um, but other than that, I'm really nitpicking, so it's still a good beer. The only beer here that I wouldn't even go as far to say that I wouldn't have again is the Eagle Skull. It is an interesting beer. Overall, I do enjoy it, but it is definitely my least favorite here. I don't know if that's just like a mental thing where my mind and my taste buds says wheat, but then the description says lemon pepper. And I'm like, maybe that's it. But even taking that away, it doesn't bring to the table what a lot of saisons I've had so far do. Um, it's kind of a little in a, it's one of those beers where I feel like they didn't have a great purpose behind it. Seems a little like upriver without a paddle. But it still is fairly good, but it could be better. I see room for improvement for that. So that's my list. Goodwood, Distill, Against the Grain, Mile Wide, and then Monic Beer Company with this pretty good, pretty, I'd say definitely above average to very above average selection from mostly Louisville, Kentucky. We do have that one from Distill, which is in normal Illinois. But there are still some pretty good beers we got out of uh, out of Louisville. It's well-rounded, dude. Yeah. Uh, compared to the um, past episodes where compared it's been to no flukes. Duchette's. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I listened to that episode. And Christ, why were... did you? I listened to That's... it. Looking back on it, it sounded like... It didn't really. I was gonna say robotic at first, but not really too much. I mean, the problem with that episode was the beer wasn't good, and then <laughs> no one there was like had experience with like driving the show. Yeah, that's that was true. part of the problem. That's kind of true. But I mean, with that was Ian. just because uh, I, I was gonna go more in depth and shit. But Ian's that, like, that, onward to the next beer. That's nothing against Ian, but yeah, it just shows that we need to. Maybe maybe we need to train like a backup driver or something like that, because <laughs> that Jeez. was that was, that was a little rough. But we I I, I it happens. You learn. Yeah, you I came learn. into it. And I'm like, you know what? We're gonna have a good episode this week, and I think we did. Even though we had a uh, we had a little bit of a limited uh, cast here, uh, I still think we made we made a, a pretty good show. Them maybe maybe if you didn't have a bowl of cornflakes before you came to the show, you know. <laughs> you stop you. with these flake nonsense, man. You stop. You're gonna get me to say something. What a bowl of cornflakes! It's, it's just oh man. All you all you do is eat I don't want to roast anyone, but two of the members that are supposed to be here like canceled within ten minutes of when we were supposed to start. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Uh, it's within love. I, I, f- <laughs> I flame them within love. That's, exactly. That's all. Exactly. That's it's all loving do. flaming, but it's flaming nonetheless. Yes, exactly. So, Rick Burns, where can we find you? Uh, Discord, Twitch, eighty nine seventy six. Yes. Uh, Twitter and um, Bandcamp. I changed my Bandcamp to Rick Burns. There you go. It's Rick Burns with two S's. 
as uh, as has always been capital R, capital B. If you don't know how to spell Rick Burns, go back to school. <laughs> uh, nice. But anyways, I also have a little side hustle. Burn places of worship, especially <laughs> in dire times like this. Non secular, we must, we must, uh, we must stress non secular. Well, you know, in times we like this no, of distress also, no, we and also, stress, no, we must also stress that you know we hate everyone equally. Okay, there we go. I'm okay with that too. That and uh, in times of stress, when you need money, and people need. Uh, just, people just want some places burnt down just because why the fuck not yeah people want places of worship that they really hate burned down then uh i'm there, there and i need money so i'm pretty much there so <laughs> there we go he needs uh, money. i mean he it's a yeah, very particular set of skills and he i needs will money. i will tell you what it's like if there's an, any terrorists that need culling from your community you just call on me sauce mixer or yeah, as <laughs> i'm as i'm really known by uh, as I'm realistically known as, are you trying to be my competition at this point? Absolutely not. We have anything. The worship burning places. This is okay. I think you're first for the listeners. Are you trying to assassinate people or some shit? No, it's not assassination. It's it's absolute disintegration of of places. Uh, uh, See, you burn people. it, he disintegrates it. Now he's, he's got a fucking tractor. Piece. Well, at least you're, you're, uh, never mind. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, fuck you first. But, anyways, I have a little band also called um, Moonbeam. We do Bandcamp, do YouTube, uh, all that kind of shit. Moonbeam. Yeah. Uh, we're planning some stuff, but, but shit, all memes shit aside, happens. Though, Holidays, I did, I, family I, I shit, did all not know regard. about that, but you know what? I would definitely support uh, support Rick Burns and his band because, you know, there's some pretty cool dudes. Moonbeam's good. Moonbreath. Right, moon. I, I should say it not meme-wise. Don't, don't Moonbreath is very good. Don't cater to Moonbreath too hard. No, nah, they um, are good. I wouldn't say it. Hey, you don't hear me saying astronaut's good. So there you go. <laughs> well, t- to put astronaut on flame, they d- their band didn't get on the uh encyc- the metal encyclopedias. I mean, which I'm is the, really yeah. I'm memeing uh, a little bit saying that I wouldn't you say astronaut's good. Moon I would beam? say astronaut is good, but I've told I've right, told I'll check uh, it out on the metal the metal encyclopedia. I've told the astronaut guys to their face that I do like Moonbreath more. So, <laughs> I have That's told them. Enough. I have told Josh that to his face that I like Moonbreath more. I mean, but, you're, and you're, Josh probably took that like Josh does. I mean, there's. I mean, we share two members, so this is true. That's basically the same. <laughs> sh- it's basically the same shit. Because uh, I think, if anything, it's uh, maybe one you know, one of those two members actually created Astronaut, and the other ones created created uh, Moonbreath. So we got. Uh, let me just say that astronaut was created way before the moon breath was. This is true. Yeah, was you know, was moon breath created in retaliation Albert was, to uh, uh, the, the astronaut? No, basically Albert was in astronaut, but then I don't know why he quit astronaut, but he didn't really quit astronaut. He's still a part of the band. Basically, he he quit, but he didn't. He like quit, if acted that makes like sense. he quit, but he's still, I guess, technically their session bass player. 
So with Man, like, he could upcharge him if he really wanted. Yeah, he, 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 he could. He could definitely commit highway robbery. He has no intentions of stopping. I'll do it for free since you're my friend. But he's like the session astronaut bass player, <laughs> and it's basically the same band. But but Albert's like. Yeah, man. he's like, I don't know, man. I'll so go with the flow, man. we got Rick Burns eighty nine seventy six on Discord. Uh, we got not Sauce Mixer. Your name's actually Scorpion, unless you want me to say. Oh, um, I, should, I should say no, that. No, right. no, 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 right, no, no. Just, you just sauce then it's mixer. just Jeremiah. <laughs> sauce, mixer. sauce mixer Jeremiah. Um, he's the he's because the guy it, because if the they table. because if they knew my actual Discord, that would spell trouble for me, and I go. don't I don't like trouble. And honestly, I, I mean, I've I've had to deal with uh, a mistake. Now I will go off on a bit of a tangent here. I had to deal with a bit of a, oh yeah, no friendlies welcome on like my Steam profile, and then I had random ass fucking friend requests, and I had to change my that Steam happens, profile. Yeah. So I, I mean, if you really want, if you really want to deep dive in, into what my actual Discord name is, then go right ahead. If if not, then well, it's for the best because Look. honestly, if I don't know you in person or if I haven't known you for at least five plus years on the internet, then you really aren't, are uh, you really aren't going to be my friend on Discord? Look, I have a question. How the fuck do you guys get random friend requests where I get like none? I get a bot every once in a while. They all, oh, well, bots are different. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. Aside, from, aside from bots every once in a while, it was because of how I had my, uh, my profile description set up and I even had actual people uh, adding me as a friend, and I'm just like, okay. What'd you I, say? You were like the next Scarlett Johansson no, or something? No, 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 no. What I said. What I <laughs> said. Scarlett no, Johansson's alt account on Steam. No, because what it <laughs> no what had happened was I ended up saying, oh, friendly's welcome. I end up and I end up meaning that in the sense of, well. You know, comrades welcome. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Whereas, Communism welcome. No, not that. <laughs> whereas I meant, no, whereas I meant that in the in the sense of you know, it's okay to be friendly towards me and not only just me, but to everybody else you meet. Com- but, yeah. but, but a lot of but a lot of people mistook that as oh, I'm just going to add this person to my friends list because Red, Steam recommended them to me. Red communist welcome, or, welcome to my uh, speaking of. Uh, speaking of, I'm just kidding with Turbo. <laughs> wrong numbers and random friend requests. I did have a rather magical exchange with a old and a boomer type man. Oh, oh boy! Um, this morning slash last night. Um, oh boy! Basically, I had a number text me Wednesday night. It says, "Hi, Ruth." It's I don't even know what this says. <laughs> But it's whatever his name is, and it has a little fish emoji next to it. And I didn't respond to it because obviously he has the wrong number. But then he right. sent me a picture where this is the picture of like, oh it's like Boomer, let's get it on. That's what oh it is. Oh, boy. Like, it's like I ha- this I ha- Boomer. I, ha- I have to see this. What, I, I'll sh- this Boomer, whatever his oh name is, God. is like, Ruth, let's do this shit. I'm trying to get my um, rock slide, Ruth. 
And then I responded with, you have the wrong number. I'm sorry. Yeah. This man trying to yeah, act this like, guy you know, he's still available. Definitely trying to. I mean, you he's, tell me. That, he's that's, trying that's a the, little too hard. That's the I want to get it on look. Like he's doing. He's got his his his. Thumb he's do- and his... he's doing the whom kind of look. Yeah, but he's got his that, thumb but he's and got, his, but he's kind of smiling, his yeah, smiling, fin- his knowingly index to finger kind of like on his chin. It's like, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm, you know. It's like, hey, look <laughs> yeah. at me. I'm kind of good looking for my age. He's Man, definitely <laughs> DTF. You can see this is a I'm kind of DTF type of picture uh, only in, Man, guys... only in the boomer sense of only in the boomer sense of the phrase it's Man. very boomer you're right yeah and you guys put it lightly but when i saw the picture i just put it heavy it might shit. as well be a dick pic yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you're you, right you, this you is a boomer as, dick pic you're you right might, you might as well just say <laughs> just, yeah it was a boomer dick pic I or at least a boomer variation of the dick pic. i instantly saw that and the, the only phrase that came in my mind was how that pussy looked, though, girl. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, when he sent me the first text at like 10 o'clock at night, I'm like, I just won't respond. And then I see this gem at like 6 o'clock last night, and I'm like, oh, I have to respond. You had to respond what with something. And I'm like, no, what you should have done. You have the wrong res- number. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to go any further. I'm sorry. Wrong number. No, what you should have done was Ruth like, gave it. you the wrong digits, dude. Yeah, she gave you the wrong digits, but you should have at least cat yeah, catfished him. Just have been like, oh yeah, I'm gonna oh, show up man. at this place, or be like, where are you based at? And Maybe. then he would have said his location. You would have said, all right, I'm I'm here. Let's meet here. <laughs> and, and then next thing you know, he actually goes there and doesn't show up, and you just fucking. <laughs> I don't know. Just say, yeah, I I got you, dude. You got the wrong number. It was, was lied to you. It was a very <laughs> uncomfortable exchange. And if I, if I was more awake, I may have tried to play into it a little <laughs> bit might, more. You might have tried is, to. He, uh, Are you sure you just didn't puss out? The thing is, though, no, he messaged, he messaged me at Boomer Hours. Like, this was at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so the, this it's is like, Boomer Hours. This is like the type of hours where, like, where you'd be like, Hey, is the BMV open yeah. yet? And they don't open till like I'm ten like o'clock in the fucking morning. Awake, but only barely. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, he texted me again. I just want to go back to sleep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut this guy loose. So if it was a little later, maybe I would have. Um, but I mean, uh, you can follow me at Grime Lizard on Twitter, even though I don't post anywhere. Yeah, of course, um, he took he took uh, Enrique's old like I did. name. I hate he, he's you know like what that, that's that, what I wanted because I for my entire like adult life could never find an actual good username, and then all of a sudden, fucking Rick changed his name from Grime Lizard to Rick Burns. I'm like, wait, that means Grime Lizard's available, and I love that name. It, I always okay, love that. Name. It wasn't Grime Lizard; it was Grime Wizard. Yeah, uh, it, it was oh, Grime no, Wizard. Right. Yeah, it was then, Wizard, <laughs> but I made it my own. Yeah, you became I have Grime a lizard. lizard. I have a lizard, so I made it my own. So it's not a straight copy, but it's an homage, if you will. Um, I so should no, make it, still I should a make an copy, alt bro. account. Just call it. Grime I am lizard. Grime Lizard across many places. If it's not Grime Lizard, it's Grimy Lizard because that's an oh, that's an old school RuneScape joke. And just conversate with you and confuse the hell you out can. of people. You can you <laughs> can always contact me in the LOL Tyler One discount code Alpha offline chat um, on Twitch. Of course, I actually was on the 
Fucking chess is so big on Twitch right now. I How was, is chess a big thing on Twitch right it now? It weirdly is, and there's this chick named Alexandra Botez. Don't, man. What, what's and her Twitch name? Don't. Botez Live, B-O-E-T-E-Z-L-I-V. So another Twitch thought to avoid. I mean, she kind of is, but... Not really. Yeah, I mean, just I was, like Amaranth really and fucking Pokemon. I was in her chat, or I was in her her stream today, and she was playing poker against another streamer, and it was some of the most toxic shit. And I've so, ever so you 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 were just like low like, key kind of lurking. I was watching this, and I'm like, oh my god, this is straight up toxic because they're just going back and forth in all this trash talk while playing to- poker. And it was, but you know, but you know what? At fun. the end, at the end of the day, it's all about She's whoever has the man. best poker oh, yeah, face. She is baby material, when yeah. you play, she did poker, play the dude like when hardcore. You, yeah, when you play poker, it's all about card counting yeah. and having the best poker face to hide the fact that you're fucking card. Counting. But anyway, this is the Lizard Liquors. We have a fairly extensive podcast. Uh, about a year and a half we've been doing this stuff. The yep. only and break co- has been during of, quantine. And, and of course, this is episode 72. Something so if you like want that, to go to www.apradio.net, you just look for uh, Lizard Liquors for the podcast and just find episode 72. You know what, Jeremiah? I'll do you one better. Lizardlickers.com. We have lizardlickers.com. APRadio.net really? is where we live. Yes, that is the parent company, if you will. We are broadcasted every Monday at 9.30 on APRadio.net. But Lizard Lickers actually has its own website, lizardlickers.com. The podcast is there, but also our beer reviews. Not every beer, because we've tried a lot of beers over the year and a half. But most of the beers that we've ever reviewed are posted in beer review format on lizardlickers.com. You can sort the beers by type, sour, IPA, stout, whatever you whatever you may. And you can also see the pictures that we take most episodes of the beers. So check out lizardlickers.com. And you know what, Austin? I've I will definitely tell tell my my online friends about this go. because I will tell you this: the last episode I was in, they didn't believe me that I was part of a podcast. And you know what? This is the second episode that I've been you part uh, part of this podcast. Even though you know, yeah, it's been a very lengthy stretch of time between the two podcasts. I can definitely say, you know. Hey, this is where you would actually go for uh, uh, the at least the Lizard Liquors podcast. Yeah, yeah and you said it was www.lizardliquors.com. And obviously, anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, all those places, we're there. Lizardliquors.com is just kind of the backbone behind it, and it's got the beer reviews on there as well. The whole idea of Lizardliquors.com was to put our feelings of the beers in a little more coherent and bite-sized version and that's as, where as, the... as opposed to just critiquing one beer yeah. and just going on for fucking days yeah, about because it. it's like, like do i want to listen to three hour podcast on this one beer or do i just want to go on our beer catalog search a beer see if they've tried it and that's kind of what we're uh 
what what the idea it, is exactly and and you know what it's like it's just for the folks that like generalizations that exactly. that too but you know what it it, it also it also is, is kind of that kind of a thing where you know, the you know, the parent company is apradio.net and i can definitely you know give my friends a, a, a bit way. a, yeah. a bit of a, a bit of a better more now i will i will ask this when you know, when does the uh, the spotify release happen the monday night. Uh, the uh, no, mon- no, monday night the show airs on apradio.net at 9:30 but spotify is posted on all of the major podcasts Platform Spotify, Apple, Google at that same time, nine thirty at night on Mondays, and then obviously you can tune in anytime after that. But it drops nine thirty at night at, on on Mondays. Uh, same with the AP or, or same with the radio release. This is Lizard Liquors. We had a very good episode with some good beers from Louisville, Wisconsin. We will see you guys next week with Firestone. Is it Firestone? Yeah. Firestone. Is that from Indiana? Probably. I do not yeah, I believe know, so. but we said that last week <laughs> as well. So well, we, I'm we sorry. debated people. I just had to, you know what? I got you these beers from Louisville and I just had to call an audible because I, mean, I had a feeling. I mean, you didn't know, so. I had a feeling that these beers were going to be pretty good, and I'm glad that they were. So anyway, Firestone from somewhere in Indiana, I'm assuming, next week on the Lizard Liquors. We will see you guys then. Drink with us, and have a good night. Bye. All right. Bye, people.